Rob? What, Zach? I I don't want to do it. You, oh, Zach? Zach, what do you mean you don't want to do it? This is what I said to you. I, I, I can't go through with it. I, I can't talk about these movies anymore. It's bad for my health. Zach, it was your idea in the first place. I even went back and watched Marvel movies for this. Uh, I, I don't want to. I don't want to. Uh, well, then, okay, let's replace this entire month with more Animal Collective. All right, I got an idea. movies with rob and zach this is a podcast about cinematic oddies where we discuss any movie oh oh my god where we discuss any media that's too bizarre normal or off kilter for contemporary audiences occasionally these projects gel most times they crash hard into the realm of obscurity join us as we delve into the cult classic swamp i'm zach and i'm rob and this month on cinemodities we are beginning a new series that is a first for us here on the podcast. Zach, would you say that we're breaking new ground? No. No, it okay. It, it doesn't deserve the goat scream. Fair enough. I, I'll take that. I'll take that. I'm sure that there's a million or billions of other podcasts and YouTube channels out there doing something similar, maybe in the structure of their month leading up to what comes out at the end of this month, but no one's talking about what we're going to be talking about. So let me break it down for everybody. We are calling this the Avengers Endgame Experiment Series. And this is all going to lead up to our discussion of that film uh, as soon as it comes out, I think. Every schedule to release, you know, pretty much that Monday after we see it? Ideally. So we felt that instead of doing something like reviewing a whole bunch of other Marvel movies, that we were going to... Uh, talk about one specific aspect of the Marvel Universe that, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Zach, uh, touched you inappropriately. Is that a good way to put it? It touched me in my no-no spot, folks. I can show you on the Captain American dolly where the bad man Infinity War film touched me. There you go. There you go. So uh, we felt, though, that we couldn't just, you know, discuss Infinity War and then discuss Avengers Endgame, because we're going to be seeing them in very different settings. And specifically, Zach and I are going to be seeing Avengers Endgame together. We're going to reunite for the first time and see a movie together since the inception of this podcast. So, we are going to try and make the best of this. And I think that as we get into the further details of this series, which will play out throughout this month, you'll understand exactly what we mean by experiment and why we need to see it together. But before we get to all that, we felt that the only way to frame this was to take it way back, take it way back, take it way, way back to the beginning of Zack and I's relationship. And that's what we're going to talk about this uh, episode of Cinemodities. We're going to explain uh, kind of this buildup for it. Uh, but Zach, anything else you want to add to that uh, kind of, you know, setting the stage of this? 
Well, folks, even though you stick the revolver in your mouth, doesn't mean you'll end up killing yourself. That's all I can say. It's going to blow your nose off. (laughs) Essentially. (laughs) Now now I have a big, goofy hole in the back of my head. But your eyes still work, right? Unfortunately. And my ears. I should have maybe shot my ears off. That would make it a little bit better. (laughs) Oh, man. Your other senses would only get stronger then. You'd be able to smell the movie even more. Uh... So, so yes, uh, I, I guess I guess we should say that um, not we'll we'll say it formally because we're only saying it implicitly. Uh, in this series, I think we should mention that Zach and I have some distaste for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That might be putting it as nice as possible. Uh, I know I do, and I expressed it quite a bit before. I think on Cinemodities, but uh, is that fair for to say for you, Zach, as well? Distaste. Um. Uh, distaste isn't the right word, I'd say. It's more just like, I'm tired of it. Okay, fatigued. Fatigued, yeah. Because we'll get into more of my Avengers feelings later on throughout this month. But, like, I was riding the hype train hard, like, back in the early 2010s. I I just remember when the greatest thing ever was seeing War Machine in Iron Man 2. That was, like, the most mind-blowing thing in, like, 2009 when that first trailer for Iron Man 2 came out. Mm -hmm. It was like, oh, man, we're getting War Machine. This is cool. And then, like, like fast forward a decade later, and it's like, oh, look, they're wearing candy cane colored suits. You have, they go into do something. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, it's like, I don't care anymore. It's like, it's like, it's just how much of the exact same story can you watch and still get excited? And I, Rob has a distaste for these films. I'm just kind of uh, like, they've been played out. It's like the novelty is long gone, and I cannot imagine being excited for one of these films at this point. Okay, okay. I think that was good to state, uh, you know, explicitly, because I think that's that's an opinion that, you know, most people, uh, you know, don't usually uh, try and give a, a big discussion on and maybe structure it in the way that we're going to structure it. Um, but, you know, so you have two people who have some issues with the Marvel Cinematic Universe dedicating a whole month <laughs> leading up to yeah. the game. <laughs> so, like I said before, we were going to start with our... Uh, take it way back. I think that's the best way to put it. And I think that's that's a, a good place to begin because as Zach said, you know, he's fatigued. I have a distaste for them, but it wasn't always that way. You know, we had a history with, with not just these movies um, that, you know, it wasn't always uh, a bad event or anything like that. Maybe more neutral of event for me. So is that where we're starting with Zach? Are we going to talk about us? Yeah, of course. We're going to make it all about the, the two of I because that's, everybody knows what people like. Well, everybody knows that Cinemodities were connoisseurs of context. We figured, what better way than to begin our Avengers Endgame experience? Like, like the the end of anything, you start to reminisce about the beginning and all the positive emotions you felt. <laughs> other than breaking down all the films we've seen together and our respective me- movie-going experiences. Or I guess correlating or whatever. The movie-going, movie-theater-going experience is tied to all these dumb movies. Yes, yes, but not so, just Marvel movies. Not yet. That's true. We're gonna we're gonna give our um, uh, kind of history of seeing movies together, which there's which there's a lot of, and apparently Zach has a scrapbook of all the great memories we've shared together. <laughs> Goddamn right, I do. Before we jump into that, Zach, because I think Zach's gonna take the lead on this one. Um, I, I know on a previous episode of Knights of Vader, uh, you mentioned uh, Raylo to me, and I mentioned Brangelina. So after this episode, when we talk about our our great friendship. What are our fans going to ship us as? Are we going to be Zob for Zachra? Are we going to be Rack? What do well, you think? Well, Zob to, or Rack? To quote last, uh, what was it, last week's uh, one-year anniversary, I think the correct term is 
<laughs> there you go. That's that's how you uh, how you put our names together. Absolutely. <laughs> Who can argue with that logic? Oh man! Okay, and, now, and, and just so everybody know that technically there is some connective tissue there because it also will be bleeped out like it was during the one year anniversary episode. Uh, so good. you know what? It's it's all connective. It, it, there's nothing out of sorts about this. Yep. Yep. Perfect. All right, Zach. So so where do you want to start? You have you have the perfect list. You have chronological order. I've been led to believe. So I guess the question I have for you is: What did we see first? Well, folks, the very first movie Rob and I ever saw together, it was the summer of 2008. This is kind of right before the comic book. Well, I guess right in the midst of the comic book renaissance. Is it just the birth of it? Iron Man was out. Dark Knight was not yet out. But the first film Rob and I saw that was neither of those comic book films, <laughs> but was a comic book, was Heck Boy 2, The Golden Army. Man. Man. So this is not the first time I've asked Zach this question, but I am still kind of surprised Maybe not surprised, maybe more baffled. Like, really? That was the first one? Yep. Man, man. Well, I want to see Indiana Jones with Rob, and he said, I'm seeing it with my father, you asshole. That, <laughs> that was his exact wording. I asked him, like, you want to go see Indiana Jones? And he said, I'm going to see it with my father. And he might not have said a-hole, but it was something pretty close to that. I probably did say asshole. <laughs> yeah, I did see that with my dad. Okay. Well, heck boy, too. And... From what I remember, it was a grand movie-going experience. I remember two things. Zach knows one of them for sure. And it's, what is that? I don't even remember the plot of the movie, other than there was an <laughs> army that was gold in it, right? Um, but well, there was the scene where basically um, they they run into the guy from Total Recall with the with the, the growth. What's that dude's name from Total Recall? You know what I'm talking about, right, Zach? Oh, Qu- uh, Quato. Yeah, Quado. And so they run they run into Quado. Hellboy and his team run into Quado. And uh, one of the members of Hellboy's team like says something like, oh, it's such a cute baby that you have there. You know, because thinking that this, you know, growth out of literally this creature's body is a baby. And the baby says to the character, I'm not a baby. I'm a tumor. Sorry, kid. That's all right. A nice baby. I'm not a baby. I'm a tumor. I, to this, <laughs> to this day, have never laughed harder in a movie theater, you know? So what, that was 2008, you said? Yep, good old, almost so, you know, 11 almost, years ago. Yeah, almost 11 years, and I've never laughed harder in a movie theater. <laughs> I can I can still hear Rob laughing to that joke in my head from all those years ago. It I can so still funny. hear it. We'll put the clip in, but that timing was awesome. <laughs> oh, that's that's Rob-ism humor at its absolute, like, peak finest. Like, that's <laughs> pure uncut Rob-ism right there, folks. Oh, yeah. And the second thing I remember about Hellboy, uh, Heckboy, too. Sorry. Sorry. I know that you can't say, can't say no. H. Gotta say Heckboy. We're gonna um, have to bleep that out. Yeah. <laughs> They're gonna think it's the thing we bleeped out from before. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> but the second thing I remember about seeing this movie in theaters is that during the film, I bit one of my fingernails too low and it bled. I don't remember that. Yep, yep. I didn't announce it to Zach in the theater. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't and I don't think we knew each other well enough for me to wipe my blood on him yet. But, but uh, yeah, that's the other thing I remember. <laughs> <laughs> How about that, folks? Things you learn. Much like the Watchmen episode, Rob learned I lied to him for ten years. I learned that he almost helped. Uh, oh God, he rubbed a, a bodily thing all over me. Good to know. <laughs> 
Av- Hackboy 2, I remember three things. Only one overlaps with Rob. Clearly the fingernail I wasn't privy to at the time. <laughs> but I remember the first thing was there was a trailer for Star Wars The Clone Wars, the animated movie. Oh, and I remember God. it played. And my response was, after it was over, all right, I'm good. And I got, I got up to go leave because I figured, <laughs> I, I, you know, I got my money's worth. It's all downhill from here. Um, the tumor thing I remember... And the third thing was, I remember when Hellboy 2 came out, I was not mad, but I'm like, what the F was this? They're setting up a third one so bad. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is so stupid. They're just going to set up a third one. That's all this movie was, was set up. And then as you, I'm not sure if anybody knows, that third film never came to fruition. And we're getting a reboot that comes out sometime this month. Yep. So, uh, see, folks, that's what happens. You badmouth about all these movies that set up sequels. And eventually you will not get said sequel. <laughs> But yeah, uh, Hackboy 2, uh, as our first film to see together, rather uneventful in the movie theater going experience department. Yeah, yeah, but you know, we had to start somewhere, um, and, and that was the thing that just got the ball rolling. Now, like I said before, I think Zach has, Zach has some you know, uh, grasp on the order in which we saw some movies, but the other thing I wanted to ask him is, and of course, I don't know how you're planning on going through this, um, uh, there were some times we were seeing movies very frequently also, right? Like That was in later years. That became later more of a year. thing. Okay, like, yeah, like, it was like yeah. almost every single week we were going to the movies. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Okay, so we that were was bankrupting our parents day. at the exact same time. Good. <laughs> Unfortunately, I do not have the Heck Boy 2 ticket stub. That, your mother stole those from me. or She never gave okay. them to me. Yeah, I could see her doing that. I could I see just, her like, eating them in front of us. I think we have our snack folks. <laughs> We eat all the ticket stubs Zach doesn't have. <laughs> Absolutely. You don't eat the ticket stubs. Those are, that's kind of like the real scary stories. You don't eat the ticket stubs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, no ticket stub for Heckboy 2. Okay, um, okay. And, sorry, okay. Uh, next film. Rob, do you want to guess the next film we ever saw together was? Oh, jeez. <sighs> you would never guess this. I, uh, was it, uh... Summer of 2008. Dude, summer of 2008. Was it one of the horror movies? No. Oh, then okay, I have no idea. <laughs> Pineapple Express. Oh, we did see that together. Yeah, and there's, and there's a movie theater going experience tied to this. Okay, I think I remember that. Not really. I no. remember... I, no, I, I, remember, I remember Danny McBride. Danny McBride is funny in that movie. I remember that. Oh, I oh I love Pineapple. I, I haven't watched Pineapple Express in like probably like 10 years, but I, I remember <laughs> laughing... Like- that's the one where he's at the beginning. He, the kid in high school is like, "It's time to go to suck today's dick," right? I don't. I, yeah, I think I that guess, like Seth, yeah. Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen is like taking a break from um, serving people because that's yeah, his job. Server, yeah. And he goes and he goes into goes into the local high school because he's dating a local <laughs> high schooler. <laughs> and like one of her friends is a jock, and and he like gives Seth tries to give Seth Rogen a high five, and he says something like, "Time to go suck today's dick." <laughs> yep. Yeah, I remember that. Okay, yeah, that was, I, yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, uh, well, oh God, what's the line we used to always quote? Uh, you just got hit by a Daewoo Lanos, motherfuckers! How you like me now, huh? Yeah, and blow, Danny McBride kills, uh, what, Craig, Craig Robinson. Robinson, yeah. Because <laughs> that's the whole thing with the movie, he had, like, the shoes on, like, um, Craig Robinson, that he, like, treasured, and he shoots his shoes off. Yeah, oh yeah, okay. And, then there's like the great spiel like after that between James Franco and Danny McBride where James Franco is like – or no, Danny Franco is – oh, God. Danny McBride's like, oh, man, I was sorry to sit there yell at you, you cut, man. And James Franco has like all this, all this stuff he's saying too, like whatever. It's like, oh, God, what does Danny McBride say? He's like, I want to be inside you, Holmes. Oh, yeah. 
Man, yeah, it's been forever since I saw that. Yeah, Paranormal Express is solid. So, like, people don't really talk about that movie anymore. Hmm. But I remember about that movie. There was, I remember when we saw that because looking at the ticket stub, we went to a noon matinee opening day of the film. Okay. It opened on a Wednesday. We saw it like the very first showing on Wednesday. <laughs> and I remember there was a girl from our high school there, like her father. And she was like embarrassed. I remember she kept, she kept her head down the entire time. But mm-hmm. there was other kids in that in, from the high school there. And every single time Seth Rogen like blew smoke from his joint. They're like, oh man, oh like they sat there like, yo, dog, I can do that. Like they that's all they I've never heard someone cat call smoke before in a film. But like they were so mesmerized by all the things Seth Rogen did with like his weed smoke. They were just blown away by that. Oh man, okay, okay. Yeah, I remember I definitely remember um the stoner culture when we saw that film for sure. Yeah. The best part <laughs> they're all kids from our high school. That was like that, that was the weirdest part of that. Like we not that we knew them personally, but like we recognized them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so we should point out, I'm not sure we said before, we like our high school had like like was basically like a small city. Of yeah, our population oh, yeah. is like I think what's it Rob? Was it like thirty four thousand kids? I don't think it was that. I don't think it was in the, I think it was more like 4,000. I don't think it was 34,000. I'm pretty sure it was 34,000. 34,000. It, okay. it felt like 34,000 Oh, well, well, absolutely. You know, I'm just thinking of that, you know, in the hallway where my, uh, my mother taught, like, how between periods, that four-way intersection by the stairs would always jam up. I don't know if you, do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. And it was, it was literally like sardines. Like, we were on a, a Tokyo subway every day. <laughs> Oh God! Um, I guess it should be worth pointing out that when Rob says four thousand, that's not an exaggeration. Like that's legit. How many kids well, were yeah, in our high so, school? So I'm pretty sure. I, I'm. I, I know for a fact. I don't know the the disparity, but the year I graduated high school, of course, the same year I started my undergrad in college. My undergrad had five hundred less students total than my high school, and that was crazy. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I remember going to my first year at undergrad, and the common like small one of the common small talk questions I would ask is like, "How many people were in your graduating class?" And I talked to people that were like, "Oh, you know, a hundred. Some girls said twelve, and I was <laughs> like, and I was like, "Whoa, <laughs> that's a whole different world." Yeah, yeah. Like our graduating class is what, like eight hundred ninety-five or something? I think so. Yeah, I think it was around nine hundred. Yep. Oh my god, how did we survive that, Rob? How did we survive that? I have no idea. Those are the worst four years of my life. <laughs> and that was without Rob on drugs. Mm-hmm. I was sober back then. All right, Rob, this is another game we're gonna play. Guess how much the matinee ticket to Pineapple Express cost? Back in two thousand eight, uh, I wanna say six fifty. Spot on. Really? Yeah, exactly. Six fifty. Oh man, does that don't I win something extra when I guess the price exactly on prices right? Is that what we're doing? <laughs> you have to sit through another show in Avengers Endgame. Oh god. That that's that's the punishment. I'm just imagining Drew Carey on the Price is Right just busting out, you know. We have one matinee ticket for for a movie in the summer of two thousand eight. <laughs> so it's like six dollars, seven dollars. I'll take a thousand, Drew. <laughs> Next movie, Rob, do you know where it is? After Pineapple Express? I'll give you a hint. It was another comedy. Mm, oh, that makes me think Tropic Thunder? Yes. And what was it? Yeah. And what was the sequel going to be called? Oh, shit. I used it's to ask not, Rob this question every, like, every it's day on the in tip high of my, It's on the tip of my tongue. What's, what is another title like Tropic Thunder? I know. It's, it's what is it going to be? Something Lightning? Close. You got one half. Tropic Thunder. 
What's the opposite of tropic? Tundra? Close. Oh, man. Desert? Desert lightning? <laughs> that sounds like a Navy, a Navy operation or something. Yeah, desert, Arctic, desert lightning in the Navy. <laughs> Arctic lightning. Arctic lightning. Okay, okay. Tropic, yes. Yeah, Tropic Arctic. Okay, right. Yeah, ben, ben Stiller directed Tropic Thunder was the very next film we saw. Nice. I really, I still really like that movie. Yeah, that movie. Uh, that movie shows up more on cable than uh, Pineapple Express does. But okay, okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't have much of a memory. I, I remember we saw it, but I don't remember. Uh, I don't remember anything exciting happening. I, I, to it. I remember us very much fully enjoying Tom Cruise and his screaming at well, the phone. That goes without saying, of course. Well, come on. That's we'll have to insert that here because that that was an Oscar caliber performance. Oh yeah, scorched earth, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I will end you! <laughs> this is the last horseman. Who is this? This is Flaming Dragon! Okay, Flaming Dragon. Fuck face. First, take a big step back and literally fuck your own face! Now, I don't know what kind of pan Pacific bullshit power play you're trying to pull here, but Asia Jack is my territory. So, whatever you're thinking, you better think again. Otherwise, I'm going to have to head down there and I will rain down on a godly fucking firestorm upon you. You're going to have to call the fucking United Nations and get a fucking binding resolution to keep me from fucking destroying you. I am talking scorched earth, motherfucker. I will massacre you. I will fuck you up. Oh, man. Okay, cool. Cool. I got one right. <laughs> But yeah, so uh, nothing really to uh, say about that. That was a, a movie that existed at one point. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, and it's also worth knowing that we were we we, we were going to go see Star Wars: The Clone Wars for my fifth time, and Rob was anticipating it. And I actually said, Rob, after seeing it four times in the span of like a week and a half, I said I cannot sit through this movie oh, again. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, I think, so that, I think you brought that up when we discussed the Clone Wars on this podcast, yep, right? Yep. No. And. Uh, that's a misconnection. That's this. That's a cinematic equivalent of a misconnection. <laughs> yep. Okay. All right. The very next film, Rob. Would you like to take a guess of what it is? We are skipping. We are now firmly in the winter now. Ooh. Ooh. What do we see in the winter? I really winter have no idea what could be next. The Curious Case of Benjamin Button. <laughs> oh yeah, I totally forgot about that one. <laughs> that was a movie that starred people. Yep, yep. I have only thing I I remember. I just remember seeing it. Like your mom was there, right? She saw. Yeah, my 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 uh, my mother and my cousin. Oh, she was there too. Oh, yeah. Okay. She. I remember. I remember my only memory about. I don't remember. I remember. I fell. I almost. I think I fell asleep during the movie because at one point I think you leaned over and you're like, I looked over and your eyes were closed and you <laughs> fell asleep. <laughs> I remember that because like I think that was another movie that was like three and a half hours long. Oh yeah, that was long. I think that book is like fifteen pages. It's a short story. It's like fifteen yeah. pages long. Yeah, and it's like a three and a half hour long movie. And the only other thing I remember from that was I remember because we went to go pick up my <laughs> ass cousin, and she was dressed very inappropriately. Is that getting you bleeped not- out? Is that getting bleeped out? Oh yeah, it's definitely getting bleeped out. Every everybody's gonna think we need different bleeps. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, keep them all in. People will wonder what we're saying each time. Being like, okay. what context is this? Okay. Um, keep, keep them disoriented. But I, that's the only other thing I remember. She, like, came walking out of the house, like, in an outfit. And you and I looked at each other and we're like, is she really going to be wearing that? Because we saw it at, like, 1 o'clock in the afternoon. And we're like, why is she wearing this to hang out with her aunt and cousin and her cousin's friend? 
we went to a one o'clock showing. I don't think we got out until I think it was like pitch black dark by the time we got out. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember this in the slightest. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a thing that happened. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, I never would have would have remembered that. Wow. But yeah, we did see that absolutely, and I, that's, that's all I can say. <laughs> yeah. But the only thing that's good though is that we bought the showing was at one, but we bought tickets by twelve twenty two, so we did get to see the twenty. Okay. Was this this had to be near the beginning of when we started to fall in love with the twenty, right? Like this is the foundation of, of that. I, I no, I think I still think we were before we were before that. That hadn't oh, okay. started yet. Okay. Now, the twenty really didn't start until I'd say the the end of our high school career. We'll we'll explain the twenty the twenty to everybody yes. once we get there. And the Gladys. <laughs> and the Gladys. Yes. That no, that was toward the end of the summer. That yeah, was, that was like, yeah, that was definitely yeah, that was definitely a ways away from at least where we are now. <laughs> yes. All right, Rob. Uh, with that being said about Benjamin Buttons, do you want to guess what our next film might be? Oh God! I don't, see, is... I don't know. I don't know anything about like what movies were coming around when. They're all a blur. Um, <laughs> all I don't know, of Rob's this... memories are a blur. <laughs> with um... this is a monumental one. I'll give you this. That's your mm. clue. This was a momentous occasion. This is one of the inspirations for cinematics for theater going experiences. Is this? Oh, oh. Uh, would it be the the uh, predators then no that, not that's, yet that's that's okay. post that's after high school then would it be 18 no that was part of the same summer damn <laughs> oh god what was it was it a, one of the horrors horror movies yes oh then was it um the freddy krueger one no oh it was friday the 13th ding 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 okay what was that part 67 <laughs> part 12 part 12 okay i did have that i wrote that one down i remember we saw one of them yes okay. friday the 13th the remake 2009 possibly what possibly the greatest movie going experience of my entire life <laughs> and that's not yeah, that an exaggeration yeah i remember that was i think every we were getting hit from all angles on that one you know like the, the experience was great the uh the movie was a, a riot <laughs> oh yes because the, the fun thing about that was Rob, I don't think Rob was excited to see it. So we saw it the week after it came out. Mm -hmm. And I remember when Rob got in the car and my mother was like, because we were, we were under 17 at that time. So like my father, yeah. I guess we should point out for Tropic Thunder, Pineapple Express, my father went with us every single time. Oh, okay. Ex except for Heckboy. Rob's mother went with us for Heckboy. Yeah. And for, for Friday the 13th, Rob got in the car and he's like, I asked some kids in my class today oh, if there are any tits yeah. and ass in this movie. And they said, yes. So I'm on board now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was the yeah. Thing Rob said. Oh, yeah. Because I, I was never that. I think still to this day, I'm not like the, the biggest fan of, you know, slasher films, which, of course, we talked about last month's Stober. Um, so I just needed something else to get me involved in. And the nudity will always do that. <laughs> yes, that's the crutch. That's the crutch that gets most people across the bridge. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, like this was like a, a hallmark in cinematics. Like we get into the theater. I don't think Rob and I anticipate how funny this film was going to be. Yeah, definitely. I was not expecting it. Cause at one point we were laughing so hard at the screen and we were sitting like, like, like most teenagers sit all the way in the back. We were sitting like, right, like not in the front row, like where you like have to crane your neck upwards, but we're like the front of like the aisle, like, mm -hmm. I guess like, like, like that kind of like, uh, partitions the theater the front and the back yep. and we were like right there and there at one point a woman got up and like left the theater and i'm like oh god we're gonna get in trouble for laughing at this so much <laughs> because like i was genuinely afraid because it's like oh because we were like it, we were just like chuckling under our breath we were just like full-on like laughing think of cat in the hat level just us like oh, we're yeah. guffawing at the screen 
because of how bad this is. <laughs> and there's some great scenes in that. There's um, uh, oh god, what was the, there's the Asian actor, and he has like like they're pouring like the beer in the shoe. Shoot the boot. Oh, Shoot yeah. the boot. Yeah. And we're like, and we're dying at that, being like, we can't believe there's there, that's a scene. Uh. There's this at one point. There's a sex scene because, of course, it's a Friday the Thirteenth film, mm-hmm. and like you have the two bimbo characters, the male bimbo and the female bimbo, and she <laughs> has like a camcorder hooked up to the TV, and she's filming it with obviously being on the TV yes. at the exact same time, yep. and we're dying just laughing, like like imagining the scenario. It's like who took the time to go find the wires. Hook them up, and obviously the wires aren't long enough. To, so someone had to find like component, like video extension wires. <laughs> and she's like, and the whole time you can see the sex scene playing out on the TV. Like she's not holding the camera at all. It's like, it's like she's just flailing with the camera. And the male bimbo's like, your tits are stupendous. And that just, and that was like the crescendo of that scene. Because we're just like, <laughs> like we're like we're dying, like legit dying because yeah. of how oh, funny yeah. that that was. <laughs> um, oh, then there's a scene too where oh my god, what's another scene that happens in that movie where you have another male and female bimbo because every character in that film is a male and female bimbo. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> and they're oh god, they're what jet skiing or parasailing? Yeah, they're doing the, some some water activity. Yeah, and the woman's doing it completely naked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because why that, wouldn't she be? That's you know that's the only way to make that scene more interesting. <laughs> <laughs> And and something happens where the guy's like, woo, like 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 on the boat, and Jason like act like I mean like a fraction of a second after he woos, Jason like shoots him with an arrow through the head, and his head, and he just like comically bangs his head like on the steering wheel, <laughs> and then like because he's like because he's turning the boat around to go get the girl, mm-hmm. and then like she's like Chet. What are you oh, yeah. doing? And the boat's just like like barreling toward her, not slowing down. She's like, Chet, slow down. Instead of getting out of the way, she's like, Chet, stop. And she like gets hit like straight in the head with the boat. And yeah. She's like, ow! As the boat just keeps driving. And I think like at one point during this, we leaned over and we're like, is the boat just gonna keep going until it crashes into like like into like the beach? Yeah. <laughs> um, and we don't get to see that, unfortunately. And then the girl like goes like she hot like she's in the middle of the lake and Jason's watching her like she's like bleeding from the head mm-hmm. instead of like swimming to the other side of the lake where it would take Jason probably at least an hour to go get her she swims directly to like the what the dock where he is and yeah. like goes <laughs> she's like hyperventilating <laughs> under the dock and she's like and like he walks we thinks he walks away and she's like ah. <sighs> and she yeah. like and he like stabs his machete through the deck it like lodges in her head and he like. Pulls it up and like has to comically like bang it around to get her head out of it. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, we might have to revisit this because it's been a long time since I've seen that one, and and that I don't know. We'll have to make think about that for Monstober coming up. Oh, uh, <laughs> I've rewatched it since it holds up. Like it okay. is a like I don't know. Like Rob, I know Rob's sense of humor with these things has changed, but like I rewatch it and I'm like, this is a. Uh, this is this is a cinematis masterpiece. It really is just how bonkers it is. Even for like, like we talk about Jason goes to hell, and like this is like a firm contender in that category for just like how cheesy and dumb those movies are. Okay, right on, right on. Yeah, we'll think we'll think about it. keep that one in mind for Monstober because Zach, of course, is the the curator of Monstober. <laughs> yes, the, as I curate Monstober fifteen or sixteen times over every uh, 
October season. Yes, it's a it's a year long procedure. <laughs> it changes multiple times until the day before. Rob's like, Zach, I need to watch something to prepare for this. I need at least two hours to watch the movie. Um, but yeah, I guess, we, and we'll conclude our Friday Thirteenth section of this with, uh, "Where are you, Gun? Fuck, are you, Gun? Yep, where are you, Gun? Oh yeah, that because that's just." That that will always stick with me. I think you know. I I, I think I do that. You know, I, I might have mentioned this before to Zach. If I'm in you know rooting around in my backpack or my bag or whatever, and I'm looking for something, I'll be like, "Where are you, pencil? Where <laughs> where are you, mouse? You know, stuff like that. Where are you, chapstick? That's a common one." <laughs> Next film is Watchmen, but we already kind of delved into that. What is it? We're gonna talk about. We're gonna repeat the Watchmen discussion a month later. Insert, yes, yeah, so we're just going to insert as a clip our entire discussion right here. <laughs> That's not jarring at all. <laughs> oh, man. It's like going through, um, you know, multiple lives. It's like uh, the game Roy from Rick and Morty. Like you play Roy so long, you forget that you're not Roy. You're just playing as Roy. <laughs> it's like you forget that you were listening to this Avengers Endgame discussion because you get so into the Watchmen <laughs> one. And then it just pulls you back out of it. <laughs> Oh man, we never should have gone back to the carpet store. Yeah. <laughs> Quite a few movies without Rob. There's actually three movies. Okay, two movies that were Rob or uh, Sal movies. Uh oh. We don't want the, to hear about those. Well, actually, one of them is a pretty funny Sal story with Star Trek 2009. Oh God. There is a story where um, at the end of Star Trek 2009. One of the oh god, I forget who it was. One of the characters yells, I guess it's the villains, like Spock! And Sal was absolutely convinced that the guy was yelling cock. Like the guy was mad, like something happened. He's like, Cock! That sounds like, like Sal. <laughs> I had to explain to him, like, because at, at, at the end of the movie, Sal's like, that scene at the end where the guy yells cock was hilarious. And I'm like, Sal. What do you mean? And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> he's like, oh, that scene where the guy screws up and he yells cock. I'm like, Sal, he's yelling because Spock did something. He's like, wait, what? <laughs> Sal actually thought the character yelled cock. Oh, my God, that's great. That's in a awesome. movie where Spock is the second main character, he thought the character in a Star Trek movie was yelling a, uh, a, a slang term for a certain part of the male anatomy. Yeah, isn't that the movie where there's two Spocks? Isn't Nimoy in that one? Yeah, yeah. There's Spock and Spock Prime. Prime, nice. <laughs> I'm not joking. That's it. I think it's what he's listed as in the credits. Oh, really? Okay. I know they do that in comic books. Like, there's Superboy and Superboy Prime from the different universes and stuff. <laughs> Spock and Spock Prime. Okay. All right, Rob. Our next movie. It's a summer movie. It came out in July of 2009. Mm, would Would it be Transformers? <gasps> what Transformers? The Oh, there's there's six oh, Transformers movies. You're gonna this, have to narrow, the, actually seven Transformers. Was this the first one? No, that came out in 2007. Oh wow. Okay, so it was the second one. Yes, Revenge of the Fallen. Okay. Uh, Do you remember the Fallen, Rob? No, not at all. Did we see two and three together of the Transformers? We'll, we'll get to that in due time. I don't know if I can differentiate. The two. <laughs> Oddly enough, that's what most people who saw those films would also say. Wait, no, one of them. Yeah, okay, I can differentiate them now because one of them had Patrick Dempsey in it, and <laughs> and the other one didn't the mother like buy and eat weed brownies. Yes, because that's that, the thing that happens. Is that, that the movie. is that the Revenge of the Fallen one, or is yes. that the Patrick? Yes, that's where okay, Shia okay. LaBeouf. Yes, Revenge of the Fallen. 
I remember we that was the first movie Rob and I ever saw by ourselves. Our parents finally figured at age 16 going on 17, we were finally mature enough to go see a movie by ourselves. <laughs> Which I think was a sugar-coated way of saying we're not going to go sit through a two-and-a-half-hour-long Transformers film. Yeah, <laughs> my the main things I remember from Revenge of the Fallen again. I don't. I I now that Rob brought up, I remember the wee brownie story or the scene. But there's a scene of like two dogs humping. Mm. Um, Megan Fox is bent over a motorcycle because oh, why yeah. wouldn't she be? Because she was bent over a car in the first movie, right? Yes, she was <laughs> bent over a car in the first film. There's a scene with a lady transformer where there's like like a lady transformer like tries to seduce Shia LaBeouf. And like has like a robotic tongue and a tail. Oh yeah, okay. There's I'm directly below the enemy scrotum, <laughs> which might be my favorite line. Like when they, when AFI does its like decade, like it's every decade thing of like the top ten quotes in cinema. I'm shocked that's not number one every single year. <laughs> I am directly below the enemy scrotum. Um, what else was there in that movie? Oh, the biggest thing from that movie that I think most people remember it from, the 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 Tom Kenny Transformers skids and mud flap. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot where about the, those guys. Where the Transformers actually say the phrase, "We don't know how to read." Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, he got some. Michael Bay got some backlash for that, right? <laughs> Just a little. Just a little. Nothing like in what he would get today. <laughs> yes. Yes, and the giant robot transformer at the end has a, a has a, a scrotum, like because John Turturro just doesn't say that. Like legit, the robot has a scrotum. Because why <laughs> wouldn't they? Robots need to uh, wrecking balls of scrotums. Like when transformers transform, that has to be there, right? Yeah, of course, right? They're anatomically, yeah, they're uh, anatomically humanly correct. Because <laughs> that's the movie where. I remember when that okay. I guess a little bit of backstory on me on Transformers, like the 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 Bayformer movies. Mm-hmm. That first movie came out in the summer of two thousand seven. That's before I knew Rob. Everybody like raved about it. Like, oh my god, this movie is so great. I remember to this day, I do not understand the plot of that movie. There's there's a cube, and the cube somehow brings the Transformers to life, but it also kills them. Yeah. And at one point, yeah. a Mountain Dew machine comes to life. It starts like shooting Mountain Dew cans at someone. <laughs> And and uh, the movie ends with uh, Optimus Prime being like, Shia LaBeouf, put the, che- the the cube into my chest in order to save the planet. And Shia LaBeouf's like, but Optimus, that will kill you. And I'm like, he's like, I have to do it to save the planet. I'm like, how's that going to save the planet by killing yourself? I'm like, how does that save anything? And the end of the movie is like, Shia LaBeouf puts it into Megatron's chest. And that's how the movie ends. And I'm like, what just happened here? I'm like, how do people like like now people recognize all those films are horrible? Mm-hmm. But I remember I was the only person that liked the second one more than the first one because the whole point of that movie is Optimus Prime dies and they find the 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 Blackbird plane transformer that farts in the Smithsonian. <laughs> oh, and they yeah. had to find like and Shia LaBeouf dies, and somehow like Megan Fox brings him back to life by crying over him, I think. <laughs> um and there's I don't a rom- that much. <laughs> and there's a Transformers called The Fallen, apparently, that lives on the moon, maybe. <laughs> that might I don't know. And the pyramids are involved. Oh yeah, I remember the pyramids, yeah. <laughs> Cause that's a thing. And and Josh Duhamel and Tyrese Gibson are there because of course they are. <laughs> um 
Um, okay, next movie. Uh, anything else you want to say about uh, Transformers: Revenge of the Fallen, Rob? No, no, I, I did not. I have not seen that one again, and uh, well, I haven't seen any of them again. But they were definitely not my favorite. But they were, they were good to laugh at. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think we. I think we were so confused, we kind of forgot how to laugh. Okay, okay. I think we left more during the third one. Yes, the third one has a great moment where I, I can still remember making Rob audibly laugh during the theater because I, well, I, I actually exclaimed this. Okay. Okay, Rob. What is next? Do you do you have any idea? Oh, geez. It's actually it's actually ju- it's tied to Transformers. Mm. Very like almost like shockingly similar. Like in a weird way, if we didn't know any better, we'd swear this was our first series. What? What did we see that was similar to Transformers? It's based on a toy. Oh, I get you, GI Joe. Good Joe, the first <laughs> Good Joe, that's Good right. Joe, the Rise of Cobra. Good Joe, yeah. <laughs> which starred Joseph Gordon-Levitt as a Cobra Commander. Oh wow, I didn't remember that at all. Yeah, and Channing Tatum is a guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and uh, what's his name? Um, not da- oh god, I want to say David the Coveney, but it's not David the Coveney. Um, Dennis Quaid as lead G.I. Joe or, or <laughs> co- Commander G.I. Joe. Yeah. Okay, okay. Well, I, yeah, I, I don't remember much about that movie other than I felt like I was pretty neutral on it. Maybe I liked it a little bit. After I liked it at the time. I remember walking out of it being, I remember, because that was the summer I was in Driver's End, I remember defending it to a lot of people. Okay. It started Marlon Wayans and, and they have like, what, like, like Iron, they wear Iron Man suits? Yeah, there's something tech, there's like Special tech they have or something like that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, like enchanting Tatum's like like the bad the bad woman's like his wife that's mm-hmm. brainwashed because uh Doctor Who and uh Joseph Gordon Levitt put like a, a a a bug in her brain like Tom Cruise from Mission Impossible <laughs> Three. <laughs> oh god. I think that's the thing that happens. I I'm pretty sure I I, I vaguely remember that being a plot. I haven't watched that movie probably like in like eight or nine years. I think I watched yeah. it right before the second one came out. Okay, yeah, I haven't watched it since we saw it together, Zach. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I, I do not remember. Your loss. <laughs> Never saw the second one, either. The second one is a Cinemodities gem. The, the, cinem- right, right. the second one, I was in the theater by myself in college, and I started laughing through because of how bad it was. <laughs> nice. Those are great. Um, <laughs> all right, let's see. Okay, we're skipping. Okay, anything else about Good Joe? Or- no, no, I don't think so. All right, um, we're skipping ahead. Good Joe, The Rise of Cobra, followed by Good Joe, Retaliation. Um, okay, so the next film Rob and I would see would be October of 2009. Would this be our Nightmare on Elm Street? No! Oh, man. <laughs> For some reason, I thought that, that those two were closer together. No, they were They were pretty far apart. Pretty okay, okay, well, what is it? What? Yeah, what did we see? Zombieland! We saw that together? <laughs> what? <laughs> yes, uh, oh, you... You, I remember. I remember uh, you asked me, you're like, "Do you want to see Zombieland?" And that was during the same like time frame when like Nazi zombies was just getting started. And everybody in our high school was like, "Yo, dog, that's Nazi zombies, the movie," even though it has nothing to do with World War II or Nazis. Yeah. Okay, I guess I we like that. I, I think there's nothing. There's really nothing to dislike about that movie. No, I think I still like that movie to today, up to today. Um, yeah, there's nothing really. It, it's it's clever for what it is. Yeah, yeah. Did they ever make a sequel or anything? Yeah, it comes out oh, this year. Man. It comes. It comes oh, out wow. this it's year. Coming out. Oh, okay. I didn't yeah. know that. It's everybody's coming back. Uh, Woody Harrelson, Emma Stone, Jesse Eisenberg, uh, Bill Murray. Abigail. I don't know. They haven't talked about that. I haven't heard anything about Bill Murray. Okay. 
I don't know how they bring him back because don't they? At, I think they bury him or, or do they bury him? I don't remember. They wrap him in, I think, in a carpet and they throw him over at the side of his house. Okay, yeah, yeah. So maybe he'll come back as a real zombie. <laughs> you know what's so funny? You look at like they released a poster for Zombie Land too. And the, like it was like compared to the first one, it's like, this, like they're all in the same poses. And obviously, like Abigail Breslin's like a decade older, mm-hmm. and like and like everybody else, like Woody Harrelson looks older, Emma Stone looks older. You look at Jesse Eisenberg. Jesse Eisenberg looks identical. Like he has not aged like like a day. It looks like. Oh man. Okay. Um, but yeah, Zombieland. I, I I don't think. Oh, I guess the most memorable part of Zombieland wasn't the movie. It's what we did afterwards. Do you remember what we did afterwards, Rob? Crazy City? Was that Crazy City? Damn straight it was Crazy City. I remember that. I don't remember seeing Zombieland, but I remember remember Crazy City. (laughs) Rob, would you like to explain Crazy City in the weird sort of affinity, how that that ties into the movie theater thing? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. I didn't even... That that plays a a big role in the movie-going experience between Zach and I, I guess, for the time it was there. But directly across from the movie theater in the the mall that uh, this took place in, the Galleria... Um, there was just a big, a big spot for something like, I don't know, a, a lot of floor space, like for a department store or something like that. But for whatever reason, nothing could stay in business there ever. <laughs> and that is still true to this day. <laughs> Look at that. I don't remember what it was before Crazy City, but it was definitely something, right? Well, what it was, again, this is again kind of source of context uh, personified, is that the movie theater got renovated in like the spring summer of 2007 mm-hmm. and what I don't know if Rob remembers, but like you pull into the parking lot, you can like almost access the mall, like access the movie theater directly, like right there. And then they added, like they only had like, Oh God, the movie theater was so weird. Like it had seven like normal size screens. Then there was like an upstairs area that had like little small, almost like, like, Oh God, it's almost like private booths. But with that, like, again, you know, you'd swear it was like, like a little porno thing on top. It was like little like, <laughs> private theaters. And that's where they played the movies that were kind of like, or like weren't the block, but like the newest releases. Mm-hmm. And in 2007, they built like a brand new like area extended into the parking lot. I remember this now. Yeah. And, and when they did that, they, they like cleared out an entire portion. Cause I don't know. Like, I can obviously, I don't know what the Galleria looked like before I moved there. So it could have been something else. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But based off of what I remember, they cleared that because when it was under construction, I remember when I saw 300 there, like it was like all cleaned out. It was like, it was, like a giant, like it was a giant open space. They had like, um, Oh God, particle board, just like, like chant, like funneling people into the theater, like the movie theater. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember that. And then it like, it's basically, it's basically been like it's this like rotating door of just like these things that like come stay in business for like a couple of years and just go out of business. Was Crazy City the first or did we have something else in there? Um Crazy City was the first to go into it in the current incarnation that that since okay. the movie theater was renovated like twelve years ago. Okay, good. So we got that out of the way. Good. Now I know. Uh, now our audience knows as well. But Crazy City was uh I think it was intended to be kind of like an an arcade slash fun zone type of thing. Fun Central. If you remember Fun Central, Zach. <laughs> yeah, and then mixed with a restaurant. Like it, and it was supposed to be like a pretty big restaurant, I, I, imagine, I remember. Or, I mean, it had a lot of options. It wasn't just kind of like, you know, uh, carnival food or something along those lines. So it was trying to get in, I guess, a Dave and Buster's. Something yeah. like that it's, is what it was trying to be. It was a poor man's Dave and Buster's. Yes. And what did it have? Uh, did it have um, mini golf with black Oh, yes. I boy, that. did it ever. I remember us playing mini golf and just 
whacking those golf balls as hard as we could indoors. I'm surprised no one like they kicked didn't kick us out or anything. But I think everyone who worked there didn't care. Nobody cared. Well, the fun thing about that was we would do it, and because there was no, I guess we should point out there was never anybody in there. Like, so if you ever decide to go in there, you pretty much had, like, and we're not just talking about the mini golf. We mean, like, the entire complex. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you decide to go in there, you basically had the place more or less to yourself all day. Yeah, yeah. And so what we would do, because it was, like, nine holes of miniature golf, maybe even less. Maybe only, like, six. Mm-hmm. And we would go in there, get to the very end, and just walk all the way back to the beginning, do it again. And that was kind of a thing. Like, and, like after, a while, after, like, the third time we would do that, it was like, okay, let's just see how hard we can hit the ball <laughs> until somebody comes and sees, like, what are we doing? Yeah. Okay. And we hit it really hard. <laughs> oh yeah. It, it was like, like a four. Oh, we, yeah. like, we just whack it. And, Full and golf guess, swing. Yeah. Did Did you point out that it was like a uh, black light, like or black mm-hmm. light? It was. It was. I not, think I mentioned that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like it was not your conventional. Like it was like the weird thing how it was done. And considering that, like, like I guess you could call where we lived like a college town almost because okay. there's like three or four colleges. Yeah. It's like it was all like when you think of miniature golf, you think of like open. This was all like enclosed and the entrance and exit was in the same spots. Like the further you went into this thing, the more isolated and and removed from supervision you were. Yeah. (laughs) Like the joke was like, we could just hang out back there like all day. No one would know. Cause like we were like, cause there always was like somebody watching that area Mm -hmm. and we were in there for like 45 minutes to an hour and nobody ever, like if you played it regularly with no line, like you were done within like five to 10 minutes. Oh yeah. It was not a very, um, exciting mini golf course <laughs> not at all and it was so weird like we did that like what at least twice maybe more and we never got caught like yeah. we never like yeah. nobody ever like investigated like not even, I, I always anticipated someone being like got like, everything all right in there guys and I mean just like everybody was checked out mm-hmm. yeah that's that's right and so we did after zombie land did we do is that when we did dinner there as well that one time yeah, I, I, yeah, we did dinner because the joke okay. was like we were with Rod's mother went shoe shopping. Yeah, and as she like, does. <laughs> <laughs> now that pay lessons are going out of business, what is she going to do, Rob? I one less shoe store. I have like eight hundred. She's limited now. She'll find them. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> she can sniff them out. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think your mother's like, "What do you guys want to do for dinner?" And we're like, we're like right across from there. I'm like, well, what in Rome? <laughs> And I we remember the, it took forever. We were the only people there, but I remember it like it took a long time to get our food. Yeah, like I mean, like Which, I, oh god, <laughs> I, I I don't think we can overstate this. Like we were like, oh god, Rob. Like the best way I can help describe it to our audience is that if you've ever been to like a Chuck E. Cheese and they have like the giant like like not like where all like the games are, but like you have like that, that section for like parties. I don't know what Chuck E. Cheese looks like now, but when I used to go there, like. 15 years ago mm-hmm. plus they have like this big section like for like where they have like parties yeah yeah and they have like they have like oh god like dozens of tables and like dozens of booths if they ever got like really busy i guess like on a rainy day on fourth of july or something mm-hmm. like it was a huge seating area oh yeah this is a big place and we were the only like again <laughs> rob's not like over like overstating this we were the only people in the entire complex Yep, yep. There and wasn't even that, anybody playing mini golf. <laughs> <laughs> Not that we were aware of anyway. Yeah, they might have been back there for, you know, they got there before we did and they left after we did. <laughs> or there could be a homeless person sleeping in there at that point. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, but we were there, like, we waited like an absurd amount. Like, I think it, like, what was it, like, like, like a half an hour to get our food after we ordered? I think so, yeah. I remember it being really long and it was it just was like, ridiculous. Yeah, and we were like, 
Well, I think all of us, but especially my mother, was like, never again. <laughs> and I was like, we are going to, we're going to order dessert as soon as we're done with our meals. <laughs> I heard the whole time, because we were like, like, we were, like, we deliberately, because we, like, the, like, the wait, waiter, in quotation marks, mm-hmm. is like, where do you want to sit? And we sat, like, right next to, like, the railing where the movie theater was. And all we did was make fun of everybody for, like, oh, man, they wish they were <laughs> us right now, order, eating at Crazy City. <laughs> They're so jealous. <laughs> and the joke was like we were the first people to ever eat there. And then when it closed, the joke became we were the first and last people yeah. to ever eat there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We uh, we take a lot of inspiration on what not to do with the Cinemodities restaurant from Crazy City. Yeah, in a weird way, it's like the uh what the antithesis to what we're trying to accomplish with, with the Cinemodities restaurant. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Part of the you know, part of the reason we know how to create such a great restaurant experience is because we've lived through the worst ones ever. <laughs> yeah, crazy, crazy city is a, a master. I guess crazy city is what we're basing uh, the Sin E Monty's oh, restaurant yeah. off of. Definitely, I want to get some of the same equipment they had at Crazy City in our restaurant. <laughs> well, do you remember? Okay, not to get too far off topic on this. I remember the first time we went in there. It might have been after Heck Boy too, if I remember correctly, because that's when it opened. It opened in the summer of two thousand eight. Okay. And you wanted to play Ms. Pac Man so badly, and all they of had course. was Deal or No Deal, like, like oh, that's and you're right. like, what? And you're like, what the f is this? Yeah, because I remember. I think it was like I I heard about it as being in an arcade. You know, and and I love arcades. I love the old school arcade games, and so of course I want you know Miss Pac-Man or Galaga or something like that. And it was just a wall full of Deal or No Deal games. One of the dumbest like games in existence. Just like twelve machines in a row. It's crazy. It really was, and that became kind of a thing. Like that. That's like a weird high school gag. Anytime there was like an arcade, it's like, oh, I wonder if they have Miss Pac-Man. <laughs> it wasn't Pac-Man. It was always Miss Pac-Man. It had to be. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a really common um, cabinet that's Miss Pac-Man and Galaga. I see. I still see that. There's a pizza place in Fort Collins that has that cabinet, and I play it every now and then. Cool beans. Yeah, oh, yeah, the yeah. Cra- and then Crazy City also had the what was it? The I don't even know how to describe it. It was like a giant like machine, and I can't, again giant. Oh, the, it was, the like violently coaster simulator. Is that what it was? Like, I you, think it's what it was supposed to be. Was a roller coaster simulator. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Like, like they, I only they turned it on every once in a while, and after a while, I only think they turned it on because it used so much electricity to run. <laughs> like what? Like every once in a while, like, we'd be going to a movie on a Saturday, and there'd be some kid just strapped into it, and would just be violently shaking him. <laughs> yep. Like, like if you watch like 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 stuff that takes place like in the sixties and they have like like the people with those like uh oh god the thing that goes around your waist and it just like jostles your belly fat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Imagine that, but for your entire body. That's kind of oh. what this thing was. Yeah. It was like, yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> I think Rob described it at one point as like shaking baby syndrome the ride. <laughs> it was like abusive parent simulator. <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord. Uh, but yeah, that's 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 crazy city, which is a hundred percent a hallmark of uh, of this era. Oh yeah, and and we we got to look. Look at Crazy City every time we went to the movies. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was a, uh, it, it was a, uh, it, it flew too close to the sun. It couldn't survive. <laughs> All right, Rob, you ready for our next movie? Yeah. What? So after Zombieland? Okay. Oh, this is a biggie. We already discussed it on Cinemodies. Ooh. Ooh, it's the last movie. Of, no, not the film, but we discussed the experience behind it. Oh, okay. okay. The last film of two thousand nine. Man. 
We've discussed this, so much on Cinemodities. <laughs> this movie theater going experience is a seminal one for me and helped define me as the person I am today. Okay. And it's, it's responsible as to why I'm so cynical towards movies. Is this is this Jimmy C? Is this Avatar? It, it's Jimmy C's Avatar. Okay. Yeah, we saw that. Opening yep. day, right? Opening day, right? I wanted to go see that at midnight. And I actually tried, I told my mother, I want to see this at midnight. And she said, no. And then I went to Rob and said, oh, my parents are letting me see at midnight. Do you want to come? Hoping to call my mother's bluff that if I said, oh, Rob's parents are fine with it, mm-hmm. then she'd be okay with it. And Rob said, no, my parents will not let me see Avatar at midnight. <laughs> so my entire plan fell apart. Yeah, and, and probably the reason that my parents wouldn't let me go see Avatar at midnight is that one of them would want to come with us. <laughs> and neither of them would want to see any movie at midnight. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god But yes, Avatar uh, Yeah, we saw opening day, December 18th um, wow. It was The theater had no heat And as I said yep. during our Alita discussion I told Rob that is the climate of Pandora <laughs> and, and to this day it, it haunts me in my dreams The movie ends and I look over to Rob As he looks back to me Shaking his hand and going Meh And, yep, I, remember, and then I, I just grew to hate it even more after that Yes I remember that a little bit more, I think, because that was an event. Yeah, how much you had built that movie up, of course. Yeah, I remember you called your father like you, as we were like driving home, and I actually said the phrase to Rob. I think I heard your father say, "Well, did you like it?" And I'm like, "You better say you liked it." <laughs> <laughs> I was. That was like I've never been in so much denial in my life, folks. <laughs> Walking out of that movie, I've never been again. The denial was profound. Yep. Yep. And it taught, like Zach said, it formed who he is, taught us a valuable lesson. Yes, it did. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's still the highest grossing film of all time as of recording this. Oh, by, wow. Okay. By 700, like by $700 million. <laughs> that movie made $2.7 billion in 2009. How much do you think the sequel's going to make? <laughs> if it ever comes out, who knows? <laughs> we'll, we'll have a completely different form of money by the time the sequel comes out. <laughs> it won't be comparable. It'll be all cryptocurrency by then. <laughs> how much Bitcoin did Avatar 2 make? <laughs> That's how we got to buy our tickets for Avatar 2 and Bitcoin. <laughs> Go to the, the, the box office. Here's my Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. Just, hey, I can, can only imagine handing like a, a 15, 16, 17 year old high school kid working at a box office be like, I'm going to pay for my ticket in Bitcoin. Uh, here's my blockchain hash number. <laughs> here's here's what you need to log in to do this with. And they're just like, I do not get paid anywhere near enough for this, sir. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to the movie theater part of the story of the Avengers Endgame experiment. We'll get to the fact of this movie theater, how poorly run it is. Oh, of course, of course. We'll cross that bridge when we got there. And my contempt for this movie theater that we keep referencing. I guess we should point out to everybody, this is the same movie theater. Rob and I only went outside, oh, oh, yeah. of, outside of Inception... And the other guys, which we'll get to, we went to the same movie theater for two plus years straight. Yeah, that's a good point. We no deviation. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be the same theater that we see Avengers Endgame at yep. at the end of this month. Yep. Right on. All right. Anything else about Avatar? No, I don't think so. Let that one stay away. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. Next movie. It was also, it, this was referenced in the Watchmen episode. This is this is the beginning of when Rob and I would see movies like practically every week. Okay, With, is this going to be Alice in Wonderland then? 
You got it. Okay. Oh, this is a after Friday the Thirteenth. This is the second biggest movie theater going experience between Rob and I. <laughs> so much oh, yeah. was this. So much of the Rob and I movie theater going culture is based on the foundation of Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, yeah. Because I had, you know, I think as we said in the Watchmen, Zach had no real interest in it. I was a little more interested in it, um, and I dragged him to see it. And it was not good. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice way of putting it. And I made sure to say that, which I know we've talked about on Cinematics before. I made sure to tell people that it was not good while the movie was playing. <laughs> Specifically some, like, what, 10, 11-year-old kid? <laughs> well, we'll, 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 I want to highlight that again. It's worth pointing okay, out. But, okay. but this, Rob, is the foundation of we need to see the 20. Oh. Because we went to a 450 showing of Alice in Wonderland. Mm-hmm. But guess what time we bought the tickets? Ooh, what, like three? <laughs> <laughs> no, not that bad. Three thirty-one. Oh, okay, okay. And yeah, we had to get there, I guess. <laughs> we got and because again, Rob and I saw this again by ourselves, and we got there, and the previous theater hadn't even let out yet. Oh, and okay. so we had to sit like on a bench outside the theater, waiting for it to let out. <laughs> And then, because we got there so early, this is back when they used to do, they still did, like, like trivia. Oh, yeah. And much, I guess we should point out the, the Rob Da Vinci Code story. Yeah, because we didn't see Da Vinci Code together, right? No, but that, that provides context for what, what's about to come from this. Yes. So when I saw Da Vinci Code with my mother, I believe, because she read the book and she was interested in it, um... Uh, for, there was something something where I was just like, you know, I got it in my head that I wanted to keep asking her if this was the Da Vinci Code. I think there was I was just being like an annoying kid. But that carried over into basically every other future movie I would see. It, I, well, the, I think the, the original essence of the joke was that the movie would start and then just like very loudly, I, like you say in the theater, <laughs> this isn't the Da Vinci Code. <laughs> Which I want everybody to know. If I'll, I, I, most of the movies I see now in theater, I, theaters I see by myself, and every once in a while, I will still do that. I will be like, this isn't a Da Vinci Code. <laughs> that is a, that is a uh, again, not the best Robism, but it's pretty high up there. That's like a, like a what, grade A minus Robism? It's a, it's a pretty good one. I like that one. <laughs> it's great. So, so that was, like, even though we weren't doing that as much anymore, mm. so when we were sitting through the trivia uh, for for um, Alice in Wonderland, they there was like a group of teenagers with because this was a big teenager movie. Like like at any point, Alice in Wonderland made like serious bank, like oh. three hundred and like three hundred and thirty million dollars. It was like one of the first films of the new era to make like a billion dollars worldwide. Oh wow! And like this thing made serious coin, and so like you had a bunch of just numbskull teenagers that wanted to see this. And I remember like we were. Oh god, I don't know if we were sitting in my seat yet Because we'll have to explain that for the Avengers Endgame experiment My seat mm-hmm. and But there was like a group of teenagers and there's one girl During the trivia And it had something, because at this point The Leonardo DiCaprio, Martin Scorsese film Shutter Island had already been in theaters for like Almost a month Okay, And like one of the clues was This film stars Leonardo DiCaprio is a confused <laughs> cop And it was like a word jumble <laughs> And it it spelled like after like five seconds it would spell out Shutter Island. Oh. And like and because we were there so early, it looped. Yep. And so we're sitting there, we we see all the trivia, all the answers, and it begins to loop. The exact same questions, the exact same answers. And so like by the third or fourth time this loops, this girl it gets in the Shutter Island question and she's like, 
And like Robin, I just like died laughing at the. And this girl wasn't trying to be ironic like the Da Vinci Code. Like she was proud of herself for getting yeah. this time. Yeah. And so that became a thing that anytime there's any sort of movie trivia, like anytime somebody asked, like even beyond this like movie trivia, if somebody's asked me like, oh, do you know that movie? That movie that stars like Nicolas Cage and Cher. My knee jerk reaction is Shutter Island. Shutter Island. <laughs> it's on. always Shutter Island. If anybody, I want, I, if you're at home listening to this, and somebody ever does that same thing, you or someone's trying. Trying to figure out the title of a movie you tell them immediately and with a much cert- assertive <laughs> energy is humanly possible you tell them shutter island <laughs> that's great yep and if that is the correct answer you tell them da vinci code <laughs> yeah you always have to be um, misinformative <laughs> exactly that's the point and also as a side note if anyone ever asks you to name that actor you tell them be arthur B. Arthur. Yeah. If someone ever says, what's that actor's name that's in that movie? You tell them B. Arthur. B. Arthur. Good old B. <laughs> good old B. Good good old Akmina from the Star Wars holiday special. <laughs> um, yeah, so Rob, do you want to tell anybody about the specifics of our Alice in Wonderland showing? Uh, sure. I mean, I think the only one that really comes to my mind would be the uh, the thing I mentioned before about you know telling somebody that that wasn't funny. Did you have any others that you thought of or remember from this? Uh, nope, just that one. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, well, this movie... Well, there's, you know, well, well, there's one, but we'll let okay. you do the best one first. We'll start okay. off with the best first. Okay, right on. Well, of course, um, this this movie, you know, we, Zach and I, were sitting through it. I had high hopes, but they were quickly dashed. Um, and I think, you know, when the movie gets into full swing and Johnny Depp shows up, he's always talking about, what, Fluffer, Fluffernutter, Wasser, Wassernuckin, whatever he calls it. And you have no idea really what it is. It's just something he says he's going to do. Used to do the best futterwhack and then all of wit's end. Futter what? Futterwhacking. It's a dance. And, you know, it's because I think whoever wrote that movie was like, we can't just have our heroes, like, accomplish a task. They have to accomplish the task, and then there has to be something that the characters have established they will do to inform the audience that they have accomplished <laughs> said task. It makes no sense. It's so stupid. But he does, it turns out that when they accomplish the task, Johnny, Johnny Depp just meant that he was going to break dance, but break dance in a very fantastical Alice in Wonderland fashion, as you would expect, where he's detaching his body parts and spinning them around and that type of stuff. Butter, butter whacking? There was something. <laughs> butter nutter, nutter butter. <laughs> nutter butter, I don't think but, that's right. I shall futter whacking vigorously. But so this happens, and I think when it starts, Zach and I like groan a little bit, um, but it goes on for a, a, a reasonable amount of time, and uh, as as it finishes, and the audience, you know, our, our kind of you know younger aged audience and their parents, um, they seem to enjoy it. And one some kid in the row, I think it was a row or two rows behind us, says something like, "That was funny." And immediately at the same volume that the kid said it, I go, "I disagree." <laughs> <laughs> Like, I just, I just, like, I don't know why, when I took that opportunity, just, like, turn that movie theater into just, you know, okay, we're commenting now. <laughs> yeah, that was, like, again, Alice in Wonderland only had that really, that, that's the most, like, in seminal moment from that film. <laughs> but I think Rob's underselling, like, Rob's response is 100% spot on, but how he sold that moment was... I had I had no memory like of of Johnny Depp setting up that moment of what he was supposed to do during like when they win the day. Oh, so okay. like we're watching the movie, uh, whatever the actress's name, Mia Jawowski beheads the dragon, 
Um, Helena Bonham Carter's there with even a bigger head than she normally has. Yep. And out of nowhere, Johnny Depp starts to break dance, but it's not just like, like Rob said, it's not normal break dancing. It's like, he like all of a sudden is like becomes rubber and has like no like bones. He can just like, like he can like bend his arms backwards. And it wasn't just the adults and the kids laughing. I mean, the entire theater erupted in laughter. I mean, like, I, as if somebody told the funniest joke in the history of mankind. I mean, just like, like eruption of laughter. I, I don't think I'm overselling that either. I, I mean, mm. eruption. And Rob and I kind of looked at each other like, what are we missing here? Yeah. I, I, we kind of just like, we were puzzled. It's like, what, what is going on? Um, if we remember, we were sworn, sworn somebody set a firecracker or something. <laughs> and so, and like the and after that, it plays out basically like he said. It's like the kid turns around and says that. It's like that. And the kid's like, and like at that point, the audience was still kind of like, like fading out from their laughter. You could still hear some chuckling. The kid's like, that was funny. And Rob's like, I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah, that was, that was a good moment. <laughs> that was great. Yeah, that was, um, yeah, that was fantastic. And the only other thing about that movie that should be pointed out. Was we were shocked by this because this is the same time when we were all being introduced to Crispin Glover's uh, musical oh, album, yeah. and he showed up in the movie. And like, I think you leaned over and you're like, "Is that Crispin Glover?" And at that point, like, Crispin Glover hadn't made a movie in like ten years. Yeah, and we're like, and I'm like, "No, it can't be." Then it was like, I did another like close up shot, and we're like, "Oh my god, it is!" And like, and we were kind of blown away by that because that was the same time as like Clowny Clown Clown mm-hmm. and like Auto Manipulator. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll insert a clip of Auto Manipulator right here. I start to Can't you say you asleep? I freeze, I don't know. A single beat by an auto manipulator. I'll play with myself. I'm a cool operator. I get back to the groove. I feel the beat. My mind starts to stutter. I see the heat. The fine, clean girl at the Beverly Center is looking real good in a tight-fit sweater. Shiny material, hover slacks are getting to me. Okay, relax. I drop a Jacksonville for the looker. She bends herself over like a high-class hooker. My face be swaying. I just can't stop. I'm a great martini. I'm ready to pop. I'm in awe. We were blown away by the fact that, like, A, it's Crispin Glover, like, Helen Bonham Carter with an even bigger head than she normally has screaming. Uh, I think there's some other weird, like, I've never watched that movie since. It's all I, I've yeah, never, I, I never, like, I feel we should revisit that at some point. Just because I feel like there's things that were, like, we'll jog our memories about it mm-hmm. if we yeah. saw it again. But I do think there's at least one or two other moments in that movie that were just kind of, like, bizarre. Because doesn't, like, the beginning of that movie, she's, like, she's supposed to be getting married to someone. Yeah, it's like an arranged marriage or something. Yeah, and the weird thing is that they reference the original cartoon version. Because she's like, oh, like I remember when I first met the Mad Hatter all those years ago. And Johnny Depp's like, oh, I remember you when you were a little girl. Mm -hmm. And it's weird. They reference the cartoon, but like not directly. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, I vaguely remember that. It was weird, and we were kind of, like we couldn't figure it out because I remember, well, because this technically the best thing about that was afterwards. Much like Crazy City, we <laughs> went somewhere for dinner afterwards with your mother, right, Rob? Oh, uh, oh, was this Olive Garden? 
Of course it was the Olive Garden. Where I was so frustrated with the Alice in Wonderland movie, I was on a roll that night at dinner. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Was that the night where you said <laughs> your tagline for Olive Garden that you came up with? Which was, I'm pretty sure. I think I think if I remember correctly, it was, um, you know, it's like at the end of the Olive Garden commercial, the narrator would say, Olive Garden is a great place to take your family. If you hate them. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, oh yeah. Think, and I think that was was that like we were waiting to to go. We eat. were online a while. Yeah, we, we were, were online and and we had that buzzer thing that would light up and vibrate to tell you when the table was ready. And didn't it go off and and it was wrong? <laughs> yeah. Like it, it vibrated. They were like, "Sorry, it wasn't supposed to be you." And we were like, "Well, get the fuck out of here! It vibrated." <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, because we got there because okay, we saw Alice in Wonderland at four fifty, so we probably didn't get at. They probably had half an hour to previews. So we probably didn't get out of there until like 7, 7.30. Mm-hmm. And so by the time we got to Olive Garden, like like try to get like a reservation or whatever you want to call it, try to get a table. I remember that because we were sitting in the restaurant and they have like that stupid little like marquee banner. This is like Olive Garden, where you go to take your family. Yeah. And I was like, and I, I guess I should be pointing out, I hate the Olive Garden. I hate oh, yeah. it. I hate it with a passion. Um, to the point where like we still drive by every single time we go to the mall and I'm like, oh my god, I hate that place so much. Um, because we had, we saw my high school guidance counselor there, and I turned around to Rod's mother, who's a teacher at the same high school, and I said, Wow, Mrs. McAndrew, they must not pay you a lot, do they? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I do not remember that. That's funny. (laughs) And your mother, being the great sport she is, was like, yup. Yeah, your mother was a team player with stuff like that. She did not care at all. Um, Yeah, that was like, I was like, yeah, you're right. The buzzer went off, and we're like, it went off. They're like, yeah, it wasn't for you. I'm like, but it went off, though. It's like, you can't do that. Like, you can't. Yeah, don't have the buzzer system. Call names if if it doesn't even matter if it buzzes. Yeah, it was like, how can you just do this? Like, you call, like, are you really gonna do that? With your, it's like, you know what we should have said? Well, there goes the waiter's tip. It's, <laughs> I, I, that's what we should have said. We should have said something like that. And guess what? They'll probably give you a table if you complain. It's like, you can't, you can't bring, tell someone, oh, we've called your name and say, oops, our mistake. You, what you do is you eat the mistake and make the next people wait for it. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you're going to dis, because the other people don't know. We could have had a reservation for all they know. Yeah, exactly. You don't make, you don't, that's rule number one in a restaurant. You never say the phrase, we made a mistake. Yeah, yeah, there you, you go. You never say if you can avoid saying that phrase, you do it at all costs. Yeah. Um yeah, Alice in Wonderland. I guess it's weirdly enough, we we might not have been consciously aware of it, but between that and Friday the thirteenth and Crazy City, um <laughs> we like we might a lot of this might have been tied into each other. Like a lot of these subliminal things at the restaurant might have been there all along. Oh, you're right. You're right. It was it was just, you know, destiny. <laughs> I guess our next question is, Rob, where are we going to eat after Avengers Endgame? Oh, now that's a good question. Isn't that going to be like 1 a.m. with how long this movie's going to be? <laughs> yeah, we're going to find like a Taco Bell that's open until like like. Yeah, that's going to be our only option, right? A 24-hour Taco Bell. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> that's a good question, though. Absolutely. Yeah, we, uh, we got to determine that in advance. All right, Rob, anything else about Alice in Wonderland? No, no, I don't think so. But like you said, this is where we started to get more frequent with our movie-going experiences. It went from like monthly to bi-monthly, and then it started to become weekly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, Rob, our next movie. Would you like to take a guess? What? What the hell was after Alice this, in Wonderland? This movie does not exist anymore. <laughs> Nobody what? talks about this movie anymore. They. It's a remake, and they made a sequel off the remake. Oh, what did we see? What did? Oh, I'm drawing a blank, but. 
I feel like it's at the tip of my tongue, tip of my brain. Oh, what was it? Clash of the Titans. Oh, we did see that. That had the Avatar guy in it, didn't it? Yes, it had uh, Jake Sully. Okay. From Avatar. Okay. okay. Um, was that the Medusa one? Yeah. That. Uh, well, it's it's the like. Oh god, like the three hundred level like. Like Greek mythology, where Liam Neeson is yeah. Zeus, oh, and yeah. Ray Fiennes is uh, oh god, Hades, and there's a Kraken. Oh yeah, that was what Liam Neeson says release the Kraken in that movie, right? Yeah. Okay, I'm, it's coming back now. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't. All I remember is that that was when 3D first started, and we tried to see it in 3D, but I think it was. It wasn't, in, I think this is when the big theater thing started because we saw it in the big theater. Okay. Okay. And I think my thing was, I don't want to see it if I can't see it in the big theater. And so we before, we before went to 3D. Mm. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I remember seeing, I, I, I haven't watched that movie, like, I think it, I have it on Blu ray. I don't think I've watched it since I got it on Blu ray. But I remember liking that movie. Like, it's really stupid, but I really <laughs> like it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I haven't um, seen that. I watched it again since we saw it. So yeah, Rob has not thought about <laughs> Rob hasn't thought about it since April second, two thousand ten. <laughs> yep. Thanks for bringing it back up. <laughs> Rob, would you like to guess the price of a matinee ticket in April of two thousand ten? I'm gonna go with seven seventy five. Seven fifty. Oh, I went over. <laughs> went over. I don't but, get to. I don't get to spin the wheel. <laughs> you don't get to spin the wheel. But the the, the showing was at one o'clock, and we bought our tickets at twelve nineteen. Oh, so we, we are... got to see the twenty. Good, good. Okay, good. That's what matters. <laughs> All right. Very next film. You've said it now about seven times, and oh. it is uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Finally! Yes! I got it right. <laughs> and this I remember, uh, just the ending. <laughs> just the very last shot is what sticks out to me with this movie, for sure. Oh, I guess this is the Jackie Earl Haley one, right? Yeah, Jackie Earl okay. Haley, uh, Freddy Krueger. Yep, yep. Yeah, I don't remember anything except the ending. <laughs> well, I remember... I wanted to see this, and we I kind of was hoping it would be another Friday the 13th level experience. Yeah. And I was severely disappointed at how just not funny this was. Mm-hmm. Like, it's also, like, I watched it. I remember I tried rewatching it a few years ago and to turn it off because of how bad it was. <laughs> now I rewatched it a few months ago and I, I enjoyed it a little bit more once I kind of understood what it was trying to go at. Because okay. the weird thing about that movie is that they actually, like, in the first Nightmare on Elm Street, they're like, oh, it's like Freddy Krueger, like a, like a, like a pedophile. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, oh, like they, they kind of just like sidestep that as an issue. And mm-hmm. in this one, he's a full blown pedophile. They're like one of the characters, is like he's a pedophile, and he no no touched us. <laughs> okay. And it's weird. And it's weird to take such a beloved cultural icon and turn them into a pedophile. Like, that's such a weird yeah. thing to do. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, like that, that's like a. Ugh. But the main thing I remember, another Robism, oh. was there's a scene in the movie where I think it's oh god, it's David Cassidy's daughter, God okay. rest his soul. Is like in a scene, like she's in a classroom and she like falls asleep or wakes up and all of her classmates like turn to ash and disintegrate. And Rob turns <laughs> around at that exact moment and goes, I hate it when that happens. <laughs> yep. That's a good one. Yeah. And, and to this day, every time I rewatch that movie, I will say the exact same thing. <laughs> and it's true. On don't, cue. Don't, you, don't you hate when that happens? At the end of Infinity War, I said that. I said, don't you hate it when all your friends turn to ash? Oh, that's a good one. Nice. <laughs> Do you, but Rob, you have a very specific memory from this movie, from oh, afterwards, yes. right? Uh, you mean the ending? 
Not the ending of the movie. What happened after we saw the movie? Oh, what happened after we saw the movie? Anything? The, the dry ice. Oh, that was that day? <laughs> yeah. My father, for his birthday, because my father's birthday was April 30th, the same day we saw this, and my brother sent him, like, Omaha steaks. Yep. And so we had, like, a giant, like, cooler filled with dry ice. It was Rob, my father, and I sitting in the driveway with a bucket, just throwing pieces of dry ice into it yep. for entertainment that afternoon. Yeah, that was a good time. <laughs> I, I totally, I never would remember that was the same day. <laughs> but you have referenced that story a few times on here, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that was what, when Zach and I weren't going to see movies, we were doing, you know, crazy, <laughs> not even science experiments, science, you know, trials <laughs> in his driveway. So what do you remember from the end of the movie? Oh, that last shot when what one character is looking at a mirror and then... Freddy Krueger oh, just yeah. busts out of the mirror and like stabs oh. her face and like the I think one of the his finger or blades goes through yeah. an eyeball or something and it like, oh, yeah. right at the screen. Oh yeah, oh. I remember last. I remember okay, that was what that's what it was. Well, I rewatched it a few months ago. I completely forgot about that scene. Okay, and I, and I was I was amused by that. Like in Freddy Krueger lore, that's one of the better moments. Oh yeah, I, I laughed a, a lot at that yeah, scene. I remember it's funny. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> right a on the way out. Yeah, <laughs> Rob. This next one this is a, this is another seminal moment in the Rob Ooh. Zach movie department. Oh. Possibly one of the most important films we ever saw. We were actually one of like maybe three people in the entire country that saw this movie opening weekend. Mm. Possibly all together when it was in theaters. Mm. Man, it, it came out May twenty first, twenty ten. We actually possibly the most important part of this story. Rob and I, we actually completely missed our senior prom in order to see this movie <laughs> oh wow was this was this the ghost rider no oh okay hmm what did we miss our, what did we miss prom for if there ever was a movie like i am like you know what i, I didn't really want to see i'll be honest i didn't want to see this movie when it first came out and rob kind of nudged me too it's kind of like a ironic rob's choice but to this day, I am eternally thankful for Rob because I get to say the phrase, I missed my senior prom in order to go see MacGruber opening okay. day. That's, that's what I was thinking. MacGruber was coming to my head. Perfect. Okay, yes. MacGruber might be um, the most important, maybe not, I don't know, top three, I'd say for sure, in Cinemodity's moments. <laughs> yes. And we, how many times did we see that together? We'll get to that. Oh, okay. We'll get to okay. that. There's ticket stubs to evaluate for that. Gotcha. Well, I, I don't know if there's if there's too much more that we can say about MacGruber other than because I think if we start, we will just get into talking about the entire movie. Um, so but it's great. And that is we're certainly going to devote an episode to that. Yeah. Cinemodities. That's definitely going to be done. Yeah. MacGruber's coming one way or another, folks. It's kind of like Tomorrowland. <laughs> we'll get to it. It's it's on the short list. Yeah. I guess right the best thing about MacGruber is that we were like we. Oh, God. I remember we got home because. For senior prom day, like we were the only like nobody went to school that day. Remember that weird thing the school used to do? Like, it, like you could you had you could leave early, but you had to spend like the first three periods there. Yeah. Some weird ass backwards rule for no reason. <laughs> I never. I remember asking my mother about that like recently. I'm like, what? What was the logic behind that? You can pregame. You can tailgate before the prom. <laughs> no, 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 no. The stupid kids, no. Stupid kids are going to do stupid stuff. I, that doesn't bother me. But why was it three periods? Like, why couldn't you just stay home and have a sick note? Oh, like, yeah. That, no idea. 
Like, I don't get why it became, like, I loved it. Because I remember, I remember, like, I, I think Sal asked me, he's like, oh, are you actually going to come in that day? I'm like, of course, we're not going to do anything. Yeah. I, I remember I brought Unsolved Mysteries in. I watched, like, every single period, nice. I watched Unsolved Mysteries. <laughs> right on. That, that, except, except for chemistry, because my chemistry, in my chemistry class, it was just, it was Sal and I and, like, 12, like, sophomores. So we couldn't watch, uh. Yeah, we couldn't watch Unsolved Mysteries. That sure, day. okay. <laughs> but the fun thing is, we got to go see MacGruber. We saw it. Oh, Rob, we saw it a four thirty-five showing, Ooh. and we only got there at four twenty-one. Oh wow, we were kind of close. We almost we could have lost our seats. Yeah, if if, if anybody else had gone to see it. <laughs> <laughs> I guess as you point out, we saw that opening day, and it was us and three other people. That was it. Yeah, that yeah that movie did not do well. <laughs> no, that was my joke. Rob's like, "Do you think it's gonna get a sequel?" I'm like, "It only cost ten million dollars. Of course, it'll gross more than that opening weekend." And spoiler alert, it didn't gross that worldwide. <laughs> Never mind opening weekend. Oh man, yeah, too bad, too bad, McGruber. That's another cinematic tragedy. <laughs> yeah, it really is. A poor one out from McGruber, folks. Poor Will yep. Forte. That we will get to for sure. Yes, we will. All right, Rob. The next movie is. Another one that doesn't exist anymore. Is this one the Ghost Rider? No. Oh, man. <laughs> this is when we start going seeing movies pretty much every week until the end of the summer. Okay. Mm. The marathoning of this movie came out. We saw it open. We should point out that for most of these movies, we saw them opening day. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, what was this? June 4th. We saw a 5 o'clock showing. And it. you wanted to see this more than I did. I mm. barely wanted to see this. Mm, okay, so it's not the Lone Ranger then. <laughs> well, that's that's much later. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, what did I want to see? And Zach didn't want to see. I don't. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't exist. I, this movie does it not exist. exist. I don't know. What is it? Get him to the Greek. Oh, you're right. That doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot about that. There's a lot of movies from the summer of. I guess you can point out that the summer of 2010 is recognized as a horrible summer for movies. Okay. Did we see that with your cousin? No, it was just the two oh, okay. of us. Oh, okay. See, I don't think I, I don't think I. Yeah, no, we didn't. No, she was. Uh, no, I don't think we saw any other movies with her. Okay, okay, gotcha. Hmm. Well, get into the Greek. I, I do remember it. Um, it was some parts were funny, but nothing really stands out to it. Uh, I remember from P it. Diddy. Wasn't there a joke with P Diddy? He's like, I have fourteen kids. They need shoes. You know, yeah. you, you know how much Air Jordans cost for fourteen <laughs> kids? Yeah, uh, yeah, I remember that. That was good. Yeah. yeah, he was he was kind of doing that. Um, you know, the like the like the Tom Cruise and Tropic Thunder, like the business executive or mogul. You, you know, going yeah. yeah, going over the top. Yep, exactly. Yeah, I, I have nothing to say about that movie. It was okay. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen. It that starred since. Russell Brand and Jonah Hill. <laughs> it's a winning combination. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next film. A, oh, I guess we can point out that we saw we got to the theater for get him to the Greek at four twenty four, and the theater, and it began at five, so we had thirty five minutes, so we were okay. more than safe for the twenty. Nice, nice. <laughs> All right, next film, The A Team. There we go. Okay. Another movie that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, really. I I mean, so who was that? It was Liam Neeson, uh, Charlotte Copley, and then I don't who. Uh, Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. Yep. And who played who played B. A. Baracus? Anyone we know? Not Mr. T. Not Mr. T. Okay, perfect. But he was pretty good. Though. I remember the guy who played Mr. T was actually pretty good at it. And wasn't Patrick Wilson in that? Yes, he's. Oh God, yes, Patrick. Patrick Wilson is indeed in that film. 
That's all I really remember about it was the actors, not the performances, the actors. <laughs> I remember I was mad at that movie because there's a scene in the movie where Patrick Wilson is doing something. Oh, he has like a yeah. drone and he drops a drone on someone. He's like, ha, just like Call of Duty. And yeah. I think I, I actually screamed at the screen. I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I'm I remember like, Zach making some noise of disappointment. <laughs> I was angry. Like, I, I don't think there's only a handful of times I'm genuinely angry walking out of a theater. Infinity War being one of those, but mm-hmm. I was legit angry at, at the A team. Okay, okay, yeah, legit I haven't seen angry. that. Since. And you're right; I, it doesn't exist anymore. It doesn't exist anymore. The next movie, I can't even read the ticket stub because it's faded so much. <laughs> oh. Is the Ghost Rider not starring Nicolas Cage? There we go. Okay, I I remember seeing this. I really liked this. I think I still do really like this movie. I haven't seen it in a while, but I, I enjoyed it when I watched it. But the thing I remember most from this was that your mom took us to the movie theater and she was like, how long is the movie or something like that? And I was like, it's 120 minutes. And then so and then and after the movie, I think we get out of it after the full two hours plus your mom's already there in the parking lot. And she's like, oh, she's like, what happened? I thought this movie was an hour and 20 minutes. And I was like, no, I said 120 minutes. Like, those are very different things. And I yeah, remember your mother she was, was mad. not happy with me about that. And I'm like, and I, I still, to this day, it's a mentality I, I use with, like, everybody I talk to. It's like, it's not my fault you didn't understand what I said. Like, you can ask me for confirmation, you know? Yeah, I wouldn't tell her that story. <laughs> and I definitely wouldn't repeat it the way you just did either. Yeah, that's one of those things where it's like, this is literally trivial to me, you know? <laughs> This is one of those things where if anyone ever asks why don't people get along with Rob, I point to a story like that. If somebody misunderstands you, your first response shouldn't be it's your fault for misunderstanding me. That is uh, uh, how to deal with people one on one a no no. No 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 no. I think Zach's taking this a little too abstract. When I said when I said hundred and twenty minutes, that was it. It wasn't a disagreement or anything. She asked me how long it was, and I gave her a time. The the rest is totally on the other person. So Darren, okay, he's doing it again, folks. I've never someone get, I, I can never I've never seen someone get a mulligan and automatically fumble it again, just as bad, if not maybe worse, than they did the first time. No, it's the, I, I I think stop, I'm finding it b- before before you dig your hole any deeper. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm fine with it because it's trivial. I think we're living the same thing. You're not understanding what everybody's saying, and I don't care. <laughs> There we go, folks. See, he did it again. He, three mulligans, and he fumbled them each single time. So I also uh, have to say I remember that um, when we were talking about the movie afterwards in the car, uh, you said something like, I, I wasn't too into this movie until about five-eighths of the way through, and your mother thought this was hilarious. Like, she made fun of you for saying five-eighths of a movie. Do you remember that? Yeah, and there's a Facebook message somewhere that corroborates this. Okay. You, actually, you went and did the math. And it was like almost exactly five eighths, the point that you were mentioning. Yeah. And so yeah. I was like, great. <laughs> Without giving away a very, like, a, like a definitive spoiler for that movie, I don't, I remember being amused by it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But to, but to be any more specific would be giving away the ending of the movie. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I haven't right. watched that in a long time, but it's on my list. I have it on we, DVD. I was that you I was with in Best Buy that time where we switched out when it came out on DVD? We switched out all the, uh, I guess for anybody who doesn't know, like a DVD is a thing you use as a coaster for your drink when it, when it sweats from condensation. Yep. But before they were known is that you would go to a store like Best Buy and buy them. And when movies first come out on like DVD or Blu-ray, they put them in a cardboard sleeve called a slipcover. 
And so what I don't know if it was Rob or Sal. I think I was there. I remember that. Yeah. You were there for that. And so what I did was I took all the slip covers for the Ghost Rider and put them on Ghost Rider with Nicolas Cage (laughs) and put them in the spot for the Ewan McGregor Pierce Brosnan film. So I'm almost certain somebody at one point bought a copy for that, got home, and it was the Nicolas Cage movie. That's awesome. (laughs) We can only hope. We can only hope. Um I figure at that point, what other opportunity to have Ghost Rider, Ghost Rider? Yeah, exactly. How can you pass up an opportunity like that? <laughs> that was a Polanski film too, right? Yeah, we had to go see that. Okay, this is one of the few times we actually saw that movie theater, not at the Galleria, but at the dingy South Hills Mall. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Yeah. Right on, right on. Good old uh, Ghost Rider. <laughs> good old Ghost Rider. And the next film we saw, the first time Rob and I ever saw the same film again together... Was MacGruber. Oh, yeah. And uh, we saw that. That was another uh, Crazy City Day. Oh, okay. Cool. We saw that with Sal and Sawicki. You remember that? Oh, you, yeah. You want to explain Sawicki to our audience, Rob? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I think he's a drug pusher now. I mean, if he's still alive, then most likely. <laughs> <laughs> he became, like, really edgy. Like, I, remember, I remember the last time, a couple of years ago, I came across his Facebook profile. I think he's, like, an edge lord now or something. <laughs> Like compared to like how Mel, like I knew that kid before Rob did in middle school, and that kid okay. was like the most milk toast human being possible, and uh, like he went like polar opposite, like overdrive. Like he got to eleven fast. Goes <laughs> he goes up to eleven. <laughs> All right, we're already at an hour and a half, and we're just barely halfway through. I know that's what I was thinking. <laughs> All right, we're get okay. Audience, not to waste your time anymore. We're going to have to speed through some of these because we're going to be here forever. That is fine uh, by me. <laughs> all right. And of course, this is the first one we have to speed through. Predators. Ah, yes. So Possibly, this is... Uh, this is the, the M. Night Shyamalan of Predator films. <laughs> Predators, yes. And and this was our, uh, our, our snack experience, right? Yeah! Yes. So this is... Well, unfortunately, after saying we have to speed through things... We can't um, speed through this one. You can't speed through this, but to be fair, I don't really remember it. I, I remember some plot points from Predators, um, but nothing nothing will ever top the memory of where Zach and I were sitting in the theater. You know, like we've been saying, got to get there early, got to see the 20. As we're sitting in the theater, someone comes in next to us, sits down, what, a few seats away from you, Zach? Same row. Yeah, same row, like two or three seats away from me. With an entire pizza. Like, we're talking like a 14 or 16-inch pizza. Like, yeah. in the box and everything, from a pizza place, just pops it on his lap. Busts it open and starts eating. And one more ticket to Chowtown. This just this blew our minds back it in really the day did. <laughs> because we were like, "How how did he get that in there? Uh, why would you want that in there? Is he going to eat the whole thing? Is he going to share any with us?" <laughs> well, that was the weird thing because, like, like looking at the ticket stubs, it was for a one forty showing, and we mm. we bought the ticket to twelve forty five. Okay, so we got there really early. Yeah, and. We were like we were sitting down. I remember where we were sitting too, because Rob had to always sit like where he could put his feet up like, on the bar. Mm-hmm. And we were sitting there, and the, like we were in the middle. I was trying to get a center row seat, and this guy shows up, and there are people in the theater. This was we saw it on a Friday. This is the summer, so like you really couldn't okay. escape people. And the guy, like I'm pretty sure, like this guy shows up, sits down with a legit, just like like Rob said, like we're not talking about like a Domino's or like a movie theater personal pizza. Mm-hmm. Like this is a legit large pizza. <laughs> And yep. the theater, and the theater, like smelled of it for like the rest of the showing. Yep, 
Oh, yeah. And the whole big mystery was like, if he could bring this in and nobody questioned him, what limits are there on what you can bring to a movie theater to eat? Like, like exactly. where, where do you, like, and basically this is part of where Cinematis would come from, too. Yeah. Like, where is the line drawn? And that's part of the Avengers Endgame experience. Experience. Yeah. Yeah. And that and like Zach said, you know, I think that was uh, exactly how before we started Cinemodities, that's the story that we referenced when we said, well, let's talk about snacks and food with each of these discussions. Yeah. Before it became this kind of farcical premise of like having a restaurant that's potentially yeah. bleeding money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we took that and melded it with our, our movie and, and restaurant uh, pairing that we talked about before. And it turned into the Cinemodities restaurant. <laughs> Yeah, that's not, that's probably the third most important cinematis movie going experience. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. All right, highlight, Thanks. highlight of Predators. That's hundred <laughs> percent. I remember at the end of I get a little bit into the movie. Like Topher Grace, like all of a sudden, it's like a serial killer. Like throughout the entire movie, he's like, I don't oh, know yeah. why I'm here. I'm a dentist. Then he has like a scalpel and he starts like he like stabs like the the woman. And he's like, mm. I'm a bad predator too. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He, he goes up to the predators. He's like, I'm one of you. <laughs> And we were like laughing, like, what is this? What? Oh, yeah, that's another part of the movie going experience. There was some, like, some douchebag teenager sitting behind us. Okay. Adrian Brody has, like, a gun. And the kid, like, the kid's mind is like, yo, man, you have to unlock, like, get to level 40 <laughs> to unlock that game in Call of Duty. Oh, and okay. I was like, Argh! yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, made me, that made me angry. I was angry during that. Fair, fair. He had fair, some douchebag. Fair to be angry. <laughs> I think I don't think he was talking about unlocking guns. He was talking about like a certain camo skin you had to get to in order to unlock. Like, yo, man, that gun has to be like level thirty-five to unlock that skin. And I'm like, what? The? It's like I was mad. I was. It became, it became a weird thing at that point in my life. So anytime somebody referenced Call of Duty, mm-hmm. like I got angry. <laughs> it, was like, it was like a weird like anti buzzword for me. Next thing is um, Inception. Oh, okay, okay. An IMAX experience. I don't know. Do you think that's something we'll get to one day, talking about Inception? Yeah. Okay. For July 16, 2020, we'll definitely be doing, much like Watchmen, we'll be doing a 10th anniversary retrospective on on Inception. Okay, cool. Yes, Zach and I saw that movie in theaters a few times, times. which I'm sure he'll get to. Yes, but we saw it first in IMAX. Yep. Saw Inception a lot of times. Okay, next movie after uh, seeing Inception 15 times <laughs> was, um, Rob's gonna love this, uh, Cats and Dogs, Revenge of the Kitty Galore. Okay, yeah, I, I remember that one for sure. And I will, we saw this with my cousins, didn't we? We saw this with uh, Brian and your aunt. Yeah, okay. So so this, I, the only thing I remember about this movie, and I hope Zach remembers this as well, we were sitting together, and I think two seats, two seats or three seats down from Zach in the same row was um, an older woman. Like I guess was there with her family. Like maybe this was the grandma or something like that. Or maybe we can, just... only, we can only hope she was there with her family. <laughs> yeah, but there's there's some scene in this movie where I think they're on a boat or something, or they're on some something that if you fall off of it would be spell certain death almost. And and like the cats, one of the bad cats, the ninja cat or something, like shoots a grappling hook. At, at one of the dog characters and it catches the dog's collar and it like pulls it near the edge of the boat or the the ledge or whatever and as this happens this lady in the theater audibly gasped like <gasps> like she was really nervous yeah. for these animated creatures and i just thought that was so funny <laughs> yeah i remember that that was uh that was great oh, uh-huh. yeah I remember about I, I, I was that's the movie I was angry. Like that movie is only like seventy minutes long, mm-hmm. and I've never wanted to jump out of my skin so badly. 
I have no other. I must have repressed it. I have no other recollection of that movie. <laughs> Not neither do I. But I remember the. Oh god, who's? I think it was. Oh god, Chris. O, Chris O'Donnell. No idea. The actor, like he's like the main, like he's the main like human character, and he just had like a baby with his wife, and he has a dog, and all he cares about is the dog. Oh. Like the baby, the baby has no priority whatsoever. <laughs> nice. He's like, he's like, I need that. He's like, where's my baby? I, God, what was the dog's name? Like, where's Diggs? That's that baby. Where's Diggs? <laughs> <laughs> right on. Oh, oh man. So yeah, so um, that's another movie that doesn't exist. Yeah, 2010 was a really bad summer for movies, like, like <laughs> shockingly bad. Um, the next movie was uh, one of the few another times that we actually left the reservation. We went to Danbury, Connecticut, to see a movie. Oh, okay. We saw the other guys. Yes. Did this have Will something, to, something to do with a gift card or, or something like that? Why we yeah. went to Danbury? Or yeah, because I had a I, my brother sent me uh, AMC gift cards, and the closest ah. AMC theater was Danbury. So, like, I asked Rob and his mother, I'm like, hey, like, if you're willing to drive to Danbury, I'll pay for, like, the movies. And my mother said, oh, there's shoe stores there. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, we went, to, <laughs> we went to the Danbury Mall afterwards. Um, the main thing I remember, from, like, I remember two things from that movie. The first was, like, I think I'd been out for a couple weeks at that point. And, like, we were in the theater with a bunch of teenagers. Mm-hmm. And, like, nobody laughed at, like, any, like, the financial humor. Okay. And like it's like we were the only ones laughing at like any of the jokes about like the financial crisis. Sure. <laughs> and then like before we even got in, I went to the guy. Like we got there, and because the, the ticket stub says twelve fifteen for the showing, mm-hmm. and, but, and we bought it at eleven fifty six. Remember, I went to the guy and I'm like, hi, like like three for the other guys. And I remember the tickets being like really cheap. I'm like, what is this? And so he went to the theater. Like we ripped our ticket stub, and the movie was like two thirds over. The guy gave us gave me tickets oh, for a movie yeah. that was like ninety. Like it was like like oh god, it was like ninety minutes into the movie already. Yeah. And I went back out. And I'm like, wait. I, I looked at the ticket stub. I'm like, wait. The guy gave us like if we got there at like eleven fifty, he gave us like tickets to the eleven o'clock show. I'm like, why on earth would I want to go see a movie that was already practically over? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I forgot and, about that. And I remember like going like it's like oh, we need to get a manager to fix this. And I remember going to the manager, and he's like, okay, that'll be an extra, like, $6. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, well, you got the early morning discount. After noon, it's more. And I'm like, you screwed up my tickets. Mm-hmm. You're going to make me pay the mistake. And he's like, well, you're the show. The, you were planning on seeing the matinee anyway, so what's the problem? And I'm like, you inconvenienced me. You're going to make me pay for it. Well, really, much like how Rob's saying that's not my problem that I misunderstood you. The manager, maybe this, this manager is Rob's long-lost brother. <laughs> He's like, it's not my fault that you got that 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 uh that you miscommunicated to the 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 box office taker, and I'm like, really? And I'm like, I I'm like, why would the man? Why would the guy think I want to go see a movie that was already an hour over? Exactly. I said, give me three tickets to the other guys. I have to give them the time. The guy's yeah, I totally forgot about that. I remember now. Now you brought it up. I remember us walking into the theater and being like, what the hell? You know? <laughs> yeah, it was over. It was like it was like almost the ending. Yeah. Yeah. Folks, this starts again to my negative experiences at movie theaters. Yeah. And the last movie of Rob and I's high school career, Piranha 3D. Oh, yeah. I knew that had to come up. <laughs> that was a weird one, though, because Sal, I, I met, it was Sal and I met Rob and Jurette there. Yep. Should we bring up Jurette? Uh, no, he's another one that, that I think fell off the face of the earth. <laughs> it's worth knowing that every year him and I on Facebook for our respective birthdays comment each other on each other's Facebook page. Oh, wow. In all oh, capital wow. Marks. <laughs> <laughs> to this day, him and I both do that. That movie we should get to. I don't know if we ever will, but we should get to that. Definitely. 
The best part of that movie is DJ Chocolate Thunder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, DJ Chocolate Thunder! Spin that! <laughs> Great stuff. Um, all right, and then after that, we fast forward to the summer of 2011. Yep, when I came back to New York for a summer. Uh, first movie was Hangover 2. Oh, yeah, we did see that together. With Sawicki. Oh, see? great. I told you he fits into all this. No, no. <laughs> They're he's part the, of the He's the bottle cap. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Knights of Vader joke, folks. <laughs> see, Jurette and Sawicki fit We saw movies with them. They, they are part of the cinematic history now. Okay, I agree they're part of the cinemodities history, but they have no bearing on the lead-up to Avengers Endgame experiment. Everything has bearing on the <laughs> Avengers Endgame. Don't you see, Rob? This is the culmination. It's all building up to this. <laughs> We're going to wear candy cane-colored suits to the theater. Ooh, okay. I can get bored. I'm bored with that. <laughs> uh, we'll, have to, we'll have to create a Patreon. Go fund me. Help Rob and Zach afford candy cane-colored suits to the opening... To, uh... Hide our snacks in. <laughs> <laughs> there's pat- there's uh, patches everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> help us design a suit that will help us conceal a pizza as we bring it into the theater. Oh my god! Um, yeah, Hangover Two. That was uh, uh nobody talks about those movies anymore. Oddly yep. enough, mm-hmm. I don't think Bradley Cooper wants anybody thinking about the fact that he was in those movies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm pretty sure every person involved with those movies is embarrassed that they were in them. Yeah, oh yeah, it's the way it seems Because you're right, they really did fall off the face of the earth Anything else about that, or can I move on? No, yeah, we can keep going Alright, next movie was X-Men First Class Oh yeah, we did see that Do you yep. remember Do you remember the story behind that? Um, no, I don't think so Alright, not about the movie, about the theater going experience Oh, no, we saw right. it with my dad, didn't we? No, we did not no? see it with your dad Because I okay. wanted to see that So what happened was Rob met me at the theater we go in. We got that pretty close. Oh, no. Bought tickets at 532. Thing began at 6 o'clock. During the previews, I was talking to Rob. And during the Mr. Popper's Penguin preview, a guy turned around to me and told me to shut the F up. Oh, wow. I completely forgot about that and Mr. Popper's Penguins. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. This dude really wanted to pay attention to this trailer. <laughs> I've never had somebody tell me to shush in a movie theater. Never mind in that type of way in what, what was playing. The movie wasn't playing. It was an ad for a movie. And he yep. was so fixated that apparently I was breaking his illusion with the screen. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Okay. That was one of the probably that's probably the weirdest thing that's ever happened specifically towards me in a movie theater before. Okay, okay. Yeah, that was that was bizarre. Next movie, Green Lantern 3D. Oh yeah. That one we saw with my dad, right? Yes, we did. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I saw that uh that's a movie. Yep, have that watched a that movie. since. <laughs> um, the next one, Transformers 3D. There we go. Revenge okay. of the Fallen Moon or Rise of the Fallen Moon or Moon of What's that movie even called? I actually I don't Moon remember. of I, the I, Patrick Dempsey, is that that one? Oh my god, Moon Rising? Oh my god, what's oh my god, what's dark dark side of the moon? Dark okay. side of the moon, that's what it is. I had a free ticket to see that. I'm like, Rob, you want to go see Transformers? I'll pay for your ticket. And weird, this is like when they first started doing like midnight showings before midnight. Oh yeah. Oh, because it, it was crowded when we saw it. Yeah, because yeah. we didn't I didn't think it was gonna be that bad, so we didn't get there that early. And it says I bought the ticket at 832, and we got like we had to sit like in the front row. So mm-hmm. for like three hours all we did was crane our ne- necks like 
upwards. Yeah, yep, yep. Okay. And the best I, part of that entire movie was... I, you gonna movie, mention the, uh, the, the, the girl, the female lead? She's just, like, looking and pouting in the distance, and there's just so many explosions <laughs> behind her? Like, that's a real shot during a battle scene. Like, it goes slow motion, like, you know... I forgot about that. Orchestral music where, you know, there's just, like, fireworks and explosions in the background, and she's just, like, staring into the distance. It's so weird. I, I forgot about that. Well, I remember... That was when they got rid of Megan Fox because she called Michael Bay a Nazi. Yeah, yeah. And the first shot of not Megan Fox was like she's like walking up the stairs, and like we get like a like a pervert like upskirt view of her. Yeah, like that's how we're introduced to the character. Like she is walking up the stairs like in a shirt and her underwear, and the camera is like angled so you see up her shirt. I'm like, yeah, up her shirt, or like, or I guess like night shirt. Mm. And it's like, oh my god, this is how he's going to introduce his new character. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh my god. And then yes, like Rob said, like you have that. Like there's a scene, like like it's at the climax of the film. Like you have all these explosions going on around her. She slowly just like walks through the explosion. Yeah. With the dumbest look on her face. I remember just, I remember dying laughing at that. I forgot about it, but now I remember dying at that. Oh yeah, that was that was a good good time. <laughs> and then halfway through the movie, Patrick Dempsey's a bad guy. Mm-hmm. And he's like working for the transform or the bad transformers, and he says on the line like he's like talking to bad transformers. And he's like, okay, my lord, it will be done, my lord. And it's like, what the hell is this? And then, like, he disappears for like an hour. Okay. And then he shows up out of nowhere. And I remember turning to Rob's, I don't even turned to Rob, I just yelled out, I'm like, he's still alive? <laughs> and Rob started dying laughing at that exact moment. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. And that's, and the best part of that movie is at the very end. The Leonard Nimoy robot like turned bad, <laughs> but then he begs Optimus. Like the end of that movie is the Leonard Nimoy robot's like Optimus. I was only doing it for our people, and Optimus yeah. is like, I like, has like a David Caruso CSI sunglasses moment. It's like it didn't save your life though. And like as the <laughs> Leonard Nimoy robot is begging for mercy, Optimus Prime like blows his brains out. Oh yeah, just kills him execution style. Like, yeah, like, like literally point blank, like shoots him in the face. And we're I remember being like, oh my god, this is so violent. <laughs> and then it's like essentially the movie ends. Like it cuts to black at that moment, and it's the Lincoln Park tie-in song. It's like here I come. Yeah, and that's how the movie ends. Yeah, that was a nightmare. <laughs> that's a weird ass movie. Like, 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 if it weren't for the fact that a it's a Transformers movie and b it's like seven hours long, mm-hmm. that that is Cinemati's like fodder. Like uh, that oh, movie. Yeah, yeah. Like we're never gonna discuss it. I'm saying it now. We are never going to discuss it. But <laughs> if we ever run out of other movies, we will get to that. <laughs> oh man! All right, Rob. Do you? The next movie is a movie that we were all there because of your mother. Oh, of course, it has to be. Harry Potter. <laughs> Harry Potter number seven, part two. Yes, yeah, the final one, uh, that at least at the time. <laughs> yes, where I told Rob's mother we had to get there like six hours in advance because there might be a line, and we sat there waiting for two hours. Yep, yep, and we were—I think we were the first people in, right? Yeah. Yep. No one else wanted to wait, but but yeah, we saw it. Um, I have—I don't have great memories of that movie. <laughs> uh, I don't really enjoy the Harry Potter movies. Um, I know that my mother loves them; that's her thing. Uh, but you know, I just remember like before seeing that movie, cause my girlfriend at the time was there with us and she was, you know, we were spending time and I was like, Oh, we should watch, you know, 
like some of the early Harry, earlier Harry Potter movies um, before this one. And so, of course, it was like, I was like, we have to watch part one. And I was like, have you seen part one to her? And she goes, no, I didn't, I didn't see part one. I was like, okay, that's what we're going to watch. We sit through the boring nightmare that is known as Harry Potter book seven, part one. I can't stand that film. And then literally as the credits are rolling, my girlfriend goes, I did see that movie. <laughs> and I, I was so furious because I had seen it already as well. And I was like, why did you make us sit through that again? We could have watched anything else. And it was just like, oh, my God, it was infuriating. <laughs> All right. One thing about the movie theater going experience, I have to ask about that movie. And it's been bugging me for nine years now. Okay. When we sat in that movie theater, I, you made me sit next to her. And I could never figure out why. I, I don't remember that at all. And so I, How I remember, it I, remember I remember very clearly the seating arrangement. I don't know why. Maybe it's part of my uh, sociopathic tendencies. <laughs> but it was going from sitting in the chairs, going from left to right, your mother, you, her, and then me. So I had to sit through that two-hour-long movie, and I couldn't make a single comment to anybody. <laughs> I figured I'd at least be able to sit next to your mother and I could make comments. That might have been my reason. <laughs> And I'm like, why am I sitting next to this person that I've never met before? Yeah, I don't, I don't know either. I don't know why I would have done that. It, it's been much like how I kept the secret hidden from Rob about Watchmen. <laughs> it's been bugging me for almost nine years now as to why I had to sit there. Eight I'll think, years, of, I'll think about it, but I don't know if I have a good answer for you. Today. I don't think there any, was any thought process. It was just the whole idea. I'm like, why am I, why am I being forced to sit next to someone that I don't know at all? <laughs> Especially with Rob and I's history of going to movies together I'm like, I couldn't figure that out Alright, uh, what's the next movie? Oh, next movie Captain America, The First Avenger the only, the only MCU movie Rob and I have ever seen Out of the 85 MCU films The only one we've ever seen together Yep, yep Yeah, and I, I remember this was Like we said at the start of this This was the time period where I wasn't really I was more neutral to the Marvel Cinematic Universe And I didn't have the, the distaste I have for it now and I remember watching that movie, and I was like, I was like, okay, you know, it's a movie. I'm, I'm fine with it. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, we'll get into that more when we talk about Avengers yeah, stuff. Exactly. Um, that we saw it with your your cousin, right? Brian was there. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah, he was there because I think uh, it was um, your mother and other cousin went to go see Crazy Stupid Love, yeah. and we were more, and we were more. I remember she, your cousin came out, and she's like, Emma Stone is Steve Carell's daughter, and it's like I thought he was Ryan Gosling's girlfriend. She's like, yeah, that too. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I remember her trying to explain that to me. I'm like, this doesn't make sense. She's like, it's all right. It doesn't in the movie either. <laughs> nice. The next movie is Final Destination 5 in 3D. Oh, yeah. Which one was that? Is that the prequel one? Yeah. It okay, ends, okay. It ends with them all like going on the same plane. Yeah, yeah they get on the plane to France. Okay, yep, yep. Yeah, nothing. I, I don't remember anything about that movie other than okay. that. I know one of my buddies and I back in Ohio when I was living there, um, we like actually watched all of the Final Destination movies in order, like over like a few days once. So I remember them. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, no memory of that whatsoever. I remember, I remember we went to go see it, but like it was just, I, I now that you bring up, I remember the fact that like it ends with the beginning of the first one, but um, mm -hmm. literally no memory of any of the kills in that movie. Okay, that's okay. I think you and I thought we probably would start laughing through that, right? That was yeah, like, yeah, that was like, the oh. the idea, yeah. Yeah, we didn't laugh at all through that. That's kind of like another one that's experienced. Like, like the worst kind of movie is one that you have no like response to. Yeah, exactly. Um, and the last movie of summer 2011 was Cowboys and Aliens. Oh, that's right. We did see that. 
Man, I forgot about that movie. Yeah, that's another movie that doesn't exist. <laughs> Think about it. It's directed by John Favreau, starring James Bond and Han Solo oh, yeah. and Olivia Wilde, and nobody has any memory of that movie. <laughs> another movie that doesn't exist anymore. Nice. Yeah, I don't think I liked it when I watched it. If I recall, I, I liked it, but I rewatched it a couple years ago. And I'm like, this is bad. <laughs> nice. Um, the main thing I remember from that movie was about like a half an hour into it, some guy with this kid like sat literally right next to me. Because mm-hmm. at that point, the movie had been out for like almost a month, and the guy sat right next to his kid. He's like, "So tell me." He's actually leaned over to me. I'm not joking. He goes, "So tell me what happened." <laughs> he wanted me to recap the plot of so the movie. So tell me, tell me what happened. I love it. <laughs> Say it yeah. into my favorite ear. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, um, yeah. Uh, okay, now now there's a lot of skipping in the movie. The movie diary. What the yeah. hell happened here? Oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah, this is where Rob disappeared for a while. Yep, yep. And then when I did come back, is the next one the Great Gatsby? Rob, we're turning pages. There's like six pages I have to turn. <laughs> the next movie is The Great Gatsby. Okay, okay. Yeah, why did we why did we go see that other than for Mrs. Soy? <laughs> no, the reason why we you gave me a couple of options. I think it was that or the hangover part three. And I said uh, no. Okay, I said that's no. Fair. That's fair. <laughs> um yeah, Gatsby, that was a movie. People still talk about that movie. I see that movie more as a, a gif now than I do as like an actual like talking point. Like okay. I'll see like the Leonardo DiCaprio like holding up the champagne glass, like the firework. Like I'll still see yeah, that a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Next film was Man of Steel. Yep, indeed. Where, where my compulsion to have to see things in the big theater like hit overdrive or like Rob's <laughs> like, Oh, we're going at twelve. And I'm like, you know, like, the day before, I went to the movie theater to see, like, what showings were, like, in the big theater. I'm like, no, Rob, we can't go at 12. It's in the big theater at, like, 1 o'clock. Can we do one? <laughs> and you're like, sure, whatever. My father said, whatever makes you happy. Then we got there at, like, 1230, and they changed the timing. I'm like, yeah, the oh. Matrix is broken. <laughs> and I'm like, we have to see it in the big theater. And I had started, like, having, like, a meltdown. And it's like, and your mother's like, I don't want to see this crap. Go ahead. I'll go shoe shopping. And we came out of the movie, and your mother asked me, how was it? And I'm like, I think I lost my mind. (laughs) (laughs) Right on. (laughs) And your father was like, this is great. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's right up his alley. (laughs) No, he loved that. Yeah, Man Steals a Movie. It starred actors, and it was was a cinematic equivalent of sticking utensils in a blender. Yep, yep. Um, And the next movie, possibly one of my favorite films of all time, and something we will get to. In the same series as Tomorrowland was The Lone Ranger. There we go. I knew it was coming. Yep. Insert the William Tell Overture here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was something I didn't really have too much interest in. I've never really had interest in The Lone Ranger. But Zach was like, we got to do it. Got to do free it. Tickets. I got yeah, free yeah. tickets. Yeah. I got oh, yeah. And That's back when I first started getting like free tickets for everything. And, uh, you know, it was, it was a film. <laughs> Good old Johnny Depp. You know, was he playing Johnny Depp? Was he playing Tonto? We'll never know. <laughs> I, I very vividly remember being, because I think the climax of that movie, and I don't want to get into it too much. I still think, I even like on my Blu-ray forums, people who don't like that movie will admit that has one of the best movie climaxes, like in Bombast, mm-hmm. possibly ever. I remember, I remember just being, well, again, it's kind of like what I told Rob when Bohemian Rhapsody came out. I'm like, even if the movie isn't very good, just go so you can hear Queen, the yeah. Queen songs like on like a great sound system. Yep. And even if you don't like that movie, hearing the William Tell Overture just blared over like Sony 7.1 surround sound, it's just that is worth the price of admission. 
I went back and saw that again because oh, okay. the next movie Rob and I saw was um, Pacific Rim. Well, I saw it. I saw it before him in, in IMAX, and I went to go see it again with him. Mm-hmm. And I did a double feature, one of the first double, probably the first double feature I ever did. I saw the Lone Ranger, then I saw Pacific Rim. I, I was already at the theater there like three hours before you oh, guys were. Okay, yeah. The because first- Jer- Jeremy was with us on that one, right? Pacific yeah. Rim. Yeah, and you both your parents were there. Yep, yep, yeah. I think we picked Jeremy up and had went went and met, met, uh, met with you at the movie theater. Yeah, yeah. That was uh, that was one of the first double features I ever did. probably yeah the first double feature I ever did. Nice, nice. Pacific Rim was a movie movie obsession and a half for me. Yeah, I hope you give me a poster for Pacific Rim. I still have. Oh yeah, cause I got yeah. They had them at Danbury. Yeah, yep. that was another Danbury trip. Not that time. Well, not with you. That was uh, prior to mm-hmm. that was Danbury. Mm-hmm. Next film was The Wolverine. Oh yeah, we where, saw that. Where Hugh for- Jackman fights a guy in an Iron Man suit. Totally forgot about that movie. <laughs> so did everybody else. Yep. And uh, the last film that Rob and I ever saw together. Possibly one of the greatest films ever made where there's actually 15 quotation marks around the word greatest. <laughs> Neil Blomkamp's Elysium. Yes. Oh, yeah. We ended on a high note. <laughs> oh, don't you dare. Oh, that film. That film, folks. That movie's a mess for so many reasons. But it gave us possibly the greatest cinematic invention ever. The tanning the, bed of the future that fixes yes. any ailment or disease. It rebuilt some dude's brain. <laughs> <laughs> well, doesn't Charlton Copley take like a shotgun like shot to the head? Yeah, yeah. I think it's like half of his face is gone. His like upper shoulder is gone. It's it's gnarly, and it, it just really? re, it just three D prints everything perfectly in like two minutes, and he's good to go. And you're like, oh, the villain's not dead. Okay, okay, <laughs> I guess, and I guess we can never kill him. Okay. <laughs> oh my god, that movie. Um, yeah, that's all. That's all I remember about that. Movie, oh, that, really. that's all that's important about that movie. There's nothing else important <laughs> to that movie besides that. Oh jeez. To this day, like anytime I go to the doctor. I will always I, the first time I ever have like a new doctor. I will like at the end they're like, "Do you have any questions for me?" And I'm like, "Not about myself, but it's about a movie." And like, <laughs> and obviously they'll cock their head to the side and look at me weird. And I'm like, "Have you ever heard of this movie called Elysium?" And they'll be like most people and say no. And I say, <laughs> "Don't worry about it. It's not a very good movie. You shouldn't see it." But there's a device in it that's the tanning bed of the future, where as long as you lay it, it'll fix anything that's wrong with you. And they'll go, "Oh." And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, I'm betting all my money on that. So you should be prepared just in case when that happens. <laughs> you might be out of a job. Nice. Yeah, that's, yeah. Elysium, I mean, in all honesty, if there ever was a movie to end our movie-going theater experience together with on, I'm kind of glad it's Elysium. Okay. Like, like, okay. like, it's oddly appropriate. Oddly. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And now we're going to have, um, what... Uh, two more to add to the list after the end of this month, right? Because yeah. we're gonna see, we're gonna do our own double feature before Endgame. Oh, good lord, yes. Nice. Okay. Okay. Wow. So um, that was a lot of movies, Zach. That was a lot of movies and a two-hour-long discussion. <laughs> Woo. Okay. Where where do we go from here, Zach? Well, I guess before we start delving into our thoughts on the MCU and Avengers and Avengers Infinity War. <laughs> We're going to have to end the episode, Rob. Our audience will not stay here for any more longer. We're gonna have, they're going to have to wait until next week to hear about our Avengers thoughts. Fair, fair. Okay. Um, so, I guess if we're going to end this... Oh, jeez. Uh, if I had the time <laughs> to do this, I would certainly take music from every film Zach and I saw together, mash it together, and reverse it. it. There, 
there is no way I'm going to be able to do that. Even though this episode's coming out a good bit in the future. Oh, not really that far in the future. I do not think I'd be able to handle that. <laughs> I think what we should do is we should try to replicate the... No, we, should, we should take the Johnny Depp dance scene from Alice in Wonderland and play Oh, the Fluffernutter. What is he doing? I don't <laughs> Whatever it's called. We should play that in reverse. Okay, okay. I'd get behind that. Get behind that? All right, folks. Until next week when we hear, I guess, no, obviously there's no snacks for this, right? No snacks, yeah, no Sam status. The snacks would be the, the foods that we talked about, the pizza, the crazy city, the Olive Garden. I think that gets it in there. Sounds good to me. So, folks, right we on. will see you next week. Woo! Yeah!